3: Recorded live.
4: Good morning, Lonnie.
0: We're the only ones here. (laughs) How you doing?
4: I'm doing okay. Bless your heart. Thanks for coming.
0: Oh, you bet. I couldn't remember whether it was this Wednesday or next Wednesday. It's this. It's it's today. (laughs) Okay. Good. Yeah. So, have you been watching TV?
4: Have been watching. Oh my God. Lots going on.
0: Yes, there is. I've been listening to the um, radio lately.
1: Yeah,
0: I, that's all I do. But um, and YouTube, you know, I get a lot of that. So
1: anyway, so
4: yeah, one of these days, you know, I don't even think I know how to listen to the radio anymore. Um, I mean, I, I don't have a radio. Well, I do in my car, but it's the only radio I have.
0: Um,
4: yeah. Um, and I think it's probably best not to watch TV. I think it's pretty depressing.
0: Yeah, it's the pictures, I think, that get to us, you know, and if I let that rule my thinking. Yeah. I try not, you know, as an artist, I know how powerful images can be, and yeah. uh, when I see that and they stay in my mind, I let that rule my thinking, and I shouldn't do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot about it, but oh, that's I do.
5: interesting.
4: I hadn't even thought of that. That's interesting because, I mean, you know, visual does stay in our minds. Visual does affect us. Yeah. That's interesting. I never really thought about it that way. I thought about, you know, I know voices and, mu- I mean, words and music impact our thinking.
0: Yeah.
4: But I didn't even really think about well, pictures impact that? impacting our thinking. That's interesting.
0: Music is the same. Music is kind of on the side of the right brain like the images are, you know, like pictures right. are. But verbal things like words are on the left side of the brain. So it's two different sides of the brain that they play on, <laughs> that they work on, yeah. You know? And And uh, that's why they say picture's worth a thousand words or, um, yeah. you know, music is universal, that sort of thing. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, it's good because it's more it effective together. Art can and a part of the way. Oh,
4: boy, are you right. And, you know, I like music and, and, and pictures much more than words,
5: you know. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah.
4: Words are just words. All uh, right. What? That's really interesting. This is very interesting. I think to uh, yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: think about yeah, it. something I've had to deal with all my life because I'm a right brain person. I mean, I do that mostly because of the art yeah. aspect of it. But lately, what I've been learning to do is verbalize. So I think what God intended for us to do is use both sides. You know, balance it out, yeah. and that's uh, so not that's not always easy and i think that's um that i i I get more truth that way because it what it does is formal it's formally organizes using the verbal part formally organizes what i perceive in the right side it's it's interesting the two sides of the brain are fascinating i think yeah this is really
4: interesting um (laughs) i mean you're right um Words are not our only source of information by any means, right?
0: Yeah. Right, they're not. They pinpoint it, but you know, and we do. Uh, we need them. You know, we have to. We have to communicate some way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was. I was thought
4: of of music, and uh, whoa, it really, music does wake up the right side of our brain, doesn't it? It. it, it, it. Yeah. Lonnie, I wonder if the frequencies, if they're doing their best to shut down the right side of our brain, the creative, happy, joyous side. I think, you know, I, I don't think the left left side of the brain has a whole lot of creative happiness in it. Do you think?
0: No, I do. And I think the the, the, the scientists are the people who put this program together, are yeah. more or less like left brain than they are right brain. So they don't really understand how that... Um, how the power of using both sides can work. And I think that's what Brian, too, is kind of talking about, you know, when he says music, music can shut it down completely, eventually, you know, if you could do it 24-7. But um, I I just think that we were created that way. (laughs) We have to understand it. We have to understand things as a whole and also things in detail. That's where God thinks. And the more we try to think that way or we try to, Improve our minds that way, the better, the better off we are, because the more power I believe we have.
1: Well, God gave us
0: two sides,
4: you know, right side and left side. Obviously, using both sides is, is what the intention was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think and so.
4: and ignoring the right side, real oh man, you no know, mm-hmm. when you know when I do my gardening, it's I'm definitely in my right brain because I love the colors and the, you know, being out. I just I love it. And it's, it's my way of being creative and, um, no wonder I'm always so happy and feel like I'm in touch with my higher power when Mm -hmm. I'm doing that. Whoa.
0: You're arranging all the, yeah, it's putting stuff together in a different way from the linear, you know, you, you put the cut, you think, okay, this color is going to go with that color. This plant's going to be a little higher than that plant or, you know, (laughs) it's just, uh, it's a different way. It's, it's like I, I didn't catch on to that until I was almost out of school because that we studied painting. And we were studying, at that this was the 60s. I mean, they were doing abstract, totally abstract stuff, you know. Anybody who wanted to draw something was just considered a nobody. And I could draw. And the teacher told me, he said, you know, we don't have that many people in this school who can draw, so you should probably keep doing it. But the other teachers didn't like that. So I had to do abstract stuff. But after I got out, I realized that that was awakening, awakening two sides of of my thinking. In the, um, if you look at a painting, you don't look at it, you know, like you would read a manuscript. Right. Line by line by line. You look at the whole thing at once. Yeah. So what we need to do is comprehend as much, the total, as we do the tiny details that make it up. It's my philosophy. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
4: we don't, we, yeah, we don't sit there and say, Okay, now there's a red line and there's a blue line and the and, and then the circle around the you know, the pupil of the eye is mm-hmm. black and then the color is, you know, we don't do that, we just go, Whoa, pretty you know, yeah. or whoo, that's that that's really interesting, Lonnie. Yeah. That and it really we do need both oh man. We do need both sides of our brain. Yeah, you're kind of
0: muffled today. You sound different from the way you usually. do. I Are sound
4: you? I sound muffled right now.
0: Yeah, different from what you usually sound like. Well, that's probably them. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear. You. I can understand. That's all right. That's all right. Well,
4: that's well. But I, you know, something's going on with. That's interesting. Um, I don't know what they're doing, but they're messing with my phones all the time. I wonder if oh, I'm on the echo now. Um, do I sound normal now?
0: Yeah, it's a little it's a little muffled, but not it's okay. It's alright. It's oh. just a little a little different from usual. Yeah, they've been messing with mine. They've got mine on they've got my time now on uh military time. <laughs> Which what, is okay. What, you mean like on your computer? No, on my telephone. They just switched oh. it over. <laughs> they just Once switched it while. over? Oh, that's good. And the phone goes it's darker than usual, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's usually pretty bright, but then there's this lower, lower oh. light comes on. It. So I know they've been messing with it. You know, but that's okay. I learned I learned military time a long time ago. <laughs> well, but, and,
4: well, yeah. Well, you understand military time, right? <laughs> well, I, I,
0: not by choice, but I do. <laughs> well, were you in the military? No, well, I was <laughs> with the, I was with the Red Cross. Uh, during the Vietnam War.
4: Right. And
0: about a year, you know. So you were over
4: in Vietnam, right?
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Were you ever in Cam- Cambodia? I was, no, actually, I came in in 1970. And um, what was so shocking to me, because at that point, there was a big argument, I mean, all over the nation, about whether our troops should go into Cambodia. And, uh, you know, it was still a question. Should we do it? Should we not? There's a big argument going on in Congress and everyone. And when I landed in um, in Vietnam and got to my unit, they had this big flag. It said, first in Cambodia, <laughs> first cavalry division, first in Cambodia. So they'd already been there. <laughs> oh, wow. It, yeah, it was interesting. But anyway, I didn't go to Cambodia. I was in uh, the southern part at first, and then I went to the northern part near the DNC uh, for a while, and then I was in the middle part, Cameron Bay. Yeah. And, and then um, then I took an unauthorized flight, and they sent me home. I knew it. Wow, know.
4: scary times.
0: Yeah. Um, I just heard something this morning, a story that's kind of interesting. I'm Have sorry, you ever heard? What? I just heard a story about that particular time this morning on the radio. I just, yeah. got, just got on the radio. Uh, Robbie Zacharias is an evangelist, but I just love him to pieces. He's probably he may be my favorite. He's one of my favorites anyway. But he was over there at that time. Oh. And he said the guy that the Vietnamese guy was driving him around and he, he was in some very, you know, tight situations. Now as girls we were we we lived in the in the rear areas. You know, we'd go out to forward areas during the day. Then we would go back and sleep you know in the rear areas at night well he didn't do that he would just go from village to village and this guy took him around you know mm-hmm. and so when um when he got back home he didn't hear from the guy for a long time and um the guy said he had been taken in by the Viet Cong. he had been you know imprisoned by the by the Viet Cong. really he said all they did was talk about marx and engels marx and engels and they wouldn't let him read anything in english it was all in, you know, uh, the uh, it was Chinese communists, Chinese, uh, the Chinese communists were supporting them. And he said, he said, um, one day the, what do you call it, the general or whoever who was in charge of that place told him to clean the train And he said it was horrible. And the empty barrels and all this stuff. And he said he found this one, he saw this one little piece of paper and it was so covered with excrement that it was in English. So he thought, okay, I'm going to do that. He had given up on God. He, at that point, he said, okay, God, you, you're not around for me at all. Because all I see is this Mark and propaganda stuff, you know. Uh-huh. So he got this piece of paper. He took it and he washed it off. And it was, I dropped my phone. Oops. <laughs> I hold my phone kind of funny, you know, so it's not messed with so much. Anyway. He got this part. Let's see. What was it, the scripture? I wrote down the scripture. Um, wait a minute. It's Romans. It said, all things work for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And he said, that is exactly what I needed to know at that wow. point, that no wow. matter what's going on. I think it's, true. it's good for GIs to, you know, to, to know wow. that. But anyway, what he did, this story is fascinating. He said, I've heard him tell it. Several times, but I'm going to have to his DVD or CD on it. But he said the guy um he went back to the commanding general and he said he, he asked if he could clean the latrine, latrines again, you know. So he did. Oh. And what he, what he found out was that somebody had been giving the um the, had given the general a Bible, and he was taking it out page by page and using it for toilet paper. Oh my! So this guy kept reading. <laughs> you oh know, my God! And he said, okay, um, god got a purpose for me. I'm getting out of here. So he tried to escape. And um, the four Vietcong came to him and said, are you trying to escape? Because he had this plan going, you know, that was secret. But anyway, and he said, no. And he said, "Now wait a minute. Um, what I'm reading tells me I, I don't need to lie. I need to tell the truth and speak it, you know, to them. Next time they came, these four Viet Cong came and said, are you trying to escape? And he said, yes, I am. They said, well, we're going with you. <laughs> oh,
4: my God. They all escaped. Wasn't that
0: incredible?
4: Oh, my. The North Vietnamese came to him. The North Vietnamese, yeah, came and
0: went with him. <laughs> oh, my God. They <laughs> all got together. And did. Anyway, he came back, and he, he's had dinner with Zacharias and his family several times. It's kind of neat. But <sighs> anyway, is, that's amazing. Talk
4: about it. Little miracles, big miracles, my God. No, paper that you would, you know, toilet paper. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That's
0: fascinating. (laughs) I know. A lot of people who have said that, you know, you would pass out New Testament to people. And, um, well, you're a smoker. You'll appreciate this. (laughs) My uncle used to roll his own cigarettes, you know. And uh, (laughs) they said... Well, they were saying then that some of the New Testament ended up uh, as cigarette paper, rolling cigarette paper. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> They're a great tribe for it, yeah. You know? <laughs> huh, so this this is a better story I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole
4: thing is, is
0: mm-hmm.
4: fascinating. That's really cool. Yeah, it is.
0: It is. Huh. Yeah. God does these things. He does.
4: <clears throat> you know, I'm never I, I'm dyslexic so I've never been to linear thinking a uh-huh. thinker um because uh-huh. it's i'm more when you're dyslexic you can have to have to see the whole picture rather than go a to, a to z and actually going a to z is very troublesome for my brain it hurts you know yeah. um um so in a way we're lucky because dyslexics have to see we 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 have to see it in the whole picture we can't do we can't go any other way it's a whole different retrieval system in our brain it's not just our eyesight—it's or you know—I mean, it's just a different way of, of retrieving information. Yeah, and, uh, that's really no wonder. I'm no wonder I'm depressed <laughs> when I have to think and, and when I have to think, you know, instead of enjoy music and art and all those wonderful parts of
0: life. Whoa, yeah. My our former pastor was dyslexic. And he didn't want to preach. He just did and he didn't like to read and that was one thing that bothered me because you have to you know, if you're gonna preach you gotta study the Bible. That's yeah. God's word. You know, the word is important. So, um that would bother me, but he was always so great uh with the other parts of, you know, the ministry. And now he's retired and we've got a, a new guy. And this guy is so completely into details. I mean, he got he tells us what every word translated from Greek is, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but you know, there's a balance there. It's really good. He gets it all. But which, um, which one do you? Which one do you like best? I'd I like a balance between the two, but I think um, I want to know the word. I really do. This is part of my life right now because I've always known, generally, you know, the general. Like I said, I'm a I'm a right brain thinker, so I've always known, Christ. I've always known him to be real, yeah. to be who he is. You know. Yeah. That has never been a problem for me, but I want to know what he wants me to know, and that's written down in the Word, you know. Yeah. So I want to get closer to him now huh. because yeah. how close I decide, it's my decision now, how yeah. close I decide to get to him now is the level of relationship I'm going to have for eternity is the way I feel that. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Huh. <laughs>
4: That's interesting, I didn't know that, oh, whoa, I wonder when I pray if that opens up the right side of my brain. Wow,
0: <laughs> I'm sure it does in fact, okay. that's probably I mean clinically, you know materially, that's probably why people like meditation so much because you're you're letting go of that linear side, yeah, you have to what you know I just believe prayers ten thousand million times more powerful than just relaxing, you know, yeah. you know I mean, just <laughs> literally relaxing, you know, that's right, um, to get yeah. all that stuff out of your head, you know, that's in there, that holds you back, because, you know, it's, just,
4: yeah.
0: it's good to get that stuff out Yeah, it does,
4: that linear thinking is, <laughs> my, oh, whoa, my sister is a totally linear thinker, oh, wow, is, no really. wonder, no wonder, I mean, she's totally left brain, no uh, wonder.
0: What? Yeah, that makes my sister thinks that way too. But she, I mean, she's basically a, a good gal. So you know, she would she would do anything normally. That um, like you told me about your sister. Oh, yeah. she sounds like awful. Oh, but,
4: well, she's uh, willing to do anything. You know, um, she's willing to do anything. There's there's no soul in there, or no heart, or something. You know. Yeah. But,
0: um, what a shame. Even linear thinkers have a soul. That's a problem. They need to be in touch with it too, so you know. Yeah. But the right side is the side that, that is your soul, right? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's that, um huh. medical, you know. I don't think huh. it's that biological. No, I believe um it, well, I heard Zachariah say this just the other day. I mean, he said that um the mind is to the soul as the brain is to the body. So if we're talking um, material, you know the material part of us, we're uh-huh. talking about the brain. They can dissect it and do all these things with it right now, and that's what they're learning. They do I don't. Think, they call it mind control, but I don't believe the mind is actually controlled because that's part of our soul. Um, let's see. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. It Makes sense. Uh, anyway, it's it's different. It's different. That's yeah. the part that God. Oh. Has, that will last forever. That's what I mean.
4: I agree with that and that yes, that soul will last forever. Um whoa. Would you say that again? I kind of got
0: I kind of okay. What he said? Yeah, he said the mind is to the soul what the brain is to the body. Mhm. Are so you talking about the eternal part of us? Oh, oh, oh. As opposed to the oh um, temporary
4: part you know <laughs> okay and also those of us who who are very who are in touch with with our soul that's why we're probably not mind controlled or at least it's very difficult for them to mind control us do you think I believe that
0: definitely oh yeah. I think that's oh that's it's, this is really interesting Lonnie well when when Brian comes on and says they're gonna they're gonna take your soul you know they're gonna take your spirit oh. I, they can't do that if it's no. given to God if, if I turn it over to God they cannot do that you know, no this, you're right he it, says it's yeah. his spirit that indwells a person once they accept Christ if they accept Christ then uh, Christ and the Holy Spirit are intercessors to the Father right now I'm, I'm learning how to pray, too, because um, yeah. somebody asked me to do a thing, and I thought I could never do a deal on it, you know. But I just pray. But uh, my church has a, um, I can't, I don't go because I don't do stuff at night. But, um, I've got the manual here, and I'm learning it, you know. And First of all, has to be in you have to be in tune with God, you know, or it doesn't make any sense to ask him to do something that's against his will, you know. Right. So well, we have to do that. Okay. But he's talking about that. Uh, and this little part is talking about how Jesus and the Holy Spirit intercede for us. The Holy Spirit is with us now. Jesus went to heaven. He, he said he would ask the Father and the Spirit to be with each and every believer. So um, we have have the Holy Spirit with us constantly. And I believe the Spirit. <laughs> but when I get... Um, maybe frustrated uh-huh. or upset that's when I make mistakes of course and I think you're, you want my attention don't you God? because I believe that the spirit knows the spirit is experiencing every bit of what's going on with us right now huh.
1: um, very interesting
0: I think it is too and it's hard to put the trinity I believe definitely in the trinity definitely um but it's difficult to convey to people, you know. Yeah. It's got some of the, you know, like Islam says, uh, God is one God. Well, I believe God is one God, too. He's one within three, he's revealed himself in three persons to us. But they don't get that. They just say, God's the only one God and he never had a son and, you know, all that. So they're very material. You know, it's, it's a material kind of thinking of it. And other religions, you know, deny that, too, Unless you're a Hindu, you can have 2,000 of them or several million and keep going. <laughs> you can make up a new one if you go along. <laughs> but, yeah. It's the only one that makes sense to me is, is Christianity. Really interesting. Yeah. Really. Now I
4: know why why I had this call. You and I were supposed to talk. You and I are the only ones here besides guest three. We're supposed to have this conversation. And I, I was just looking at my, maybe, maybe, I think I need to change. Am I still am I still blunted or or muffled? No, no, you're okay. It's okay. We got somebody else on there. Yeah, guest three, but it's it's a guest that doesn't have a phone. You know, just oh
1: okay.
4: I mean, it's just somebody who's sitting there as guest three. Um, I keep telling them they get to talk or they get to type in the in the um,
0: chat room, but they don't. I don't. Know oh yeah. I you know? Well, <laughs> chat room i love to get rid of the chat room, but you know. Uh, well, it's
4: interesting. Yeah. interesting. Um, Just, a minute. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get on another phone and see if it, if it's better. Maybe, just, the, maybe it's yeah. all these knots and the little okay. cord that I hold. On, let me just turn this off. News is not really, not really right brain stuff. Um, I know. Okay, hold on. I'm going to change phones. Let me see what I can do here i going to undo this little cord too, see if that helps. Hold on, honey. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, hold on. Okay, you're going to hear a loud squeal. Hold on. Okay. 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 Well, good. I got away from the loud squeal. I'm on my speakerphone. Can you hear me? Yeah. You, oh, sound, cool. you sound more like Linda there. Do I? <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Maybe, I guess it's my headset. I guess I need to get a new headset. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with me. I think it's, it's very interesting and it's going to. What I'm, Jack, watch out, honey. Um, ugh, I've been getting a long run. Um, maybe what you're doing is inspiring me to go to my right brain, you know?
1: Yeah, listen
0: to some music or paint a picture. You can paint a picture. (laughs) Yeah. You can't paint something without having to switch back and forth from one to the other. You have to. You have to paint. Did you say you can't paint without switching back and forth? Yeah. You have to use both sides.
4: Well, that makes sense, I guess. You have to make decisions and. Uh Okay, we don't make decisions out of our right brain, right?
0: Yeah, we make decisions. Uh, Well, yeah, it's just um, we learn differently. Okay, if you're drawing a picture, you know, and you want it to look just like that, um, just like what you're looking at, your subject, Uh you're probably, a lot of that is your left brain because you're uh, trying to duplicate exactly what's going on there. Okay, but if you decide, uh, let's see, this color is going to stand out and the other color is going to recede, you're, um, okay, where are you going to put that re- receding color in the up? Next to it's called, I learned a word in school. that finally came to me, what they meant. They call it juxtaposition. Right? Yeah. When you put, okay, when you put um, the dark next to light, that sort of thing, you have to decide what's going to show up in uh-huh. it. So uh, where are you going to put that is important. Is it, If you're drawing a picture of a person, if you're going to put that shine on the nose right there, and if you put a very dark thing, it may not work. If it's right next to it, it might look like another hole in their nose or something. <laughs> uh, you just have to, you know, there's so many decisions that don't have to do with a basic step-by-step linear process of thinking. Right. You, you have decide right then. You pick it up on the brush and you stick it on there. It either works or
1: doesn't and you
0: change it. Right. So I just did something with it. I just had to do something with uh, magic markers. And I hate to use magic markers because every time you 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 put the marker on there and it's always darker than you want. If you're trying to do a person, then you need it light so you can blend, you know, and come in with another one. But they just get darker and darker and darker and we have this uh we did this thing that Franklin Graham does uh at our church is it's uh, Samaritan's purse and they uh they take boxes and fill up little boxes for uh, children all over the world you know so this was i was having to do a poster for that and had all these different kids from different nationalities and the only one that came out like i wanted it was the little black boy because it, the magic marker just got darker and darker right. <laughs> so the, it's the only one that worked everybody else looked like they were you know um, kind of mixed mixed around which we are anyway i think huh. there's only one race there's a human race as far as i'm concerned
4: exactly <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> Well, yeah. There is only one race and it is the human race and it's a shame that other people don't see it that way.
0: Yeah, it
5: we look at turn. <laughs>
4: hmm. Well. This is a well, I guess nobody nobody but my friend Lonnie felt that this call would matter.
0: <laughs> Bless well, you. I wish, I wish guess three would talk. You know, or or right or do something. You wish what? I'm sorry. I wish your third guest would say something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like to dominate
1: calls.
4: No, no, no. Well, no. It's no one else. It's okay, Lonnie. No one else is here, <laughs> except a okay. guest who doesn't have a phone, who's not, who hasn't called, in. they're just on here in the computer. You know. Oh.
5: Okay.
4: So not to worry. I'm going to see if I'm even listed. I don't even know how to do that. Um, I was gonna say if I see if I was listed or if it was listed as a live call.
0: Uh uh-huh. Huh. Well we'll just try to this I, is I, weird. tell them that you had it. Keep talking about it, maybe talk about it again you know, on Friday and then other people might come in. But Well, well I just said there's something uh-huh. I do listen to on the radio and it comes on well, a lot of things really. But um that's mostly what I do in the morning I Put the radio on Either the well <laughs> if I listen to the news I either get the extreme, extreme uh left wing from NPR National Public Radio or I get the extreme right wing from mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh. There's no in between like these days, you know. Yeah. So I do that, but I try to listen to the Christian station which talks about, you know, and actually they tie things in pretty well. But and, and I get more of a neutral thing that way. And um, 1030, there's one that comes on, I told you, I think, that uh, does, they interview uh, new authors, and some of those interviews are really good That they tie in what's going on today yeah. with, you know, biblical, they're really into prophecy, and I love it, you know, because I think we're there. But um, anyway, I, I always want to know what new books they've got coming out, or DVDs or whatever. Huh. That's the only thing. They come on at 10.30, so I may just last an hour on some of these days. So, anyway, but um, show people, so maybe more people would come on. Just
4: one second. I, it says here that the um, it says action did not complete. Sorry, inactivity timeout occurred. Please click again to continue. I don't know what's going on. I'm not even sure that my call huh. was coming up. Hold on one second, will you? Don't go anywhere. I just gotta see what's going on. I don't know. I'll be <laughs> over there.
0: Go get my
1: coffee.
4: Okay, good. Okay, I'll be right here. Okay.
1: Huh? Huh? No, it does. It shows as being there interesting,
0: huh well, I heard the you no know, I heard the the recording start,
4: yeah, me too. I don't know what's going on um that's weird, that's weird yeah i i huh huh the community call live now, it's live now, um. <laughs> Cracks me up. Um, yeah. Huh. I don't. Uh, I don't know what's going on. It's going to be okay. Whatever it is,
5: it's <laughs> so, okay. Yeah.
4: But I'm so glad you're here. I would have been sitting here watching the news all by myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which can be disheartening in the morning, I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well,
4: yeah. It makes you know who wants to get up at this time of the day. Apparently, people don't feel that. I don't know. I don't know. I feel that. And you saw my call. I mean, obviously you you joined that little purple square was there. I think maybe this is maybe well, this is good. At least I, I have a a firmer firmer understanding of my right brain which makes me happy, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's an important part. It's just not the part that um uh, it can't be measured, you know, like you can a math, you know, test. Right. You know, right. that's... The, yeah. And that's when was so hard when I was teaching school to evaluate um, artwork. I just didn't like doing it at all. So all I could grade on was whether they were trying. And if somebody came through and was really making a vast huh. improvement, I would grade them pretty well, uh, as well as somebody who just came in there and did a good job no matter what. You know, some right. people... Yeah. Came in already ready to do magnificent artwork. And yeah, but some should,
4: people are just talented, right? And they just have, yeah, yeah. Actually,
0: of talent. I think most kids are talented, and about the age of ten, they start into, um, at, well, the schools have done it really. The schools kind of say, "Okay, you can forget that part of your development. Now we got to go into math and English." And <laughs> oh, <laughs> you huh. well, you're right. Yeah. And, well,
4: art becomes an elective uh, subject. Right. At least it did when I was in school, you know. But right. not necessarily a part of your curriculum, right?
0: Right. It was always an elective. I loved teaching uh, the elementary schools, but they would not. Oh. Do, I was never in a district that offered it, you know, as a uh, you know as a as a course by itself. Thing. Um, it was always just within the within the uh, teach. In the classroom, each classroom, you know, the huh. huh. elementary oh. teachers are to be admired anyway. <laughs> they cover all the subjects. And they, they do a, a good job. I um, used to,
4: I used to do some volunteer work with latchkey kids. Um, that yes. in a, a church had a program that we attended and 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 helped the little kids with their studying after school. Little bright whippersnappers. It's like, oh, my God, you're faster than I am, you know, (laughs) you little Um, nine-year-old. I mean, they were really amazing. But what a joy. What a joy, you know. Um, One little guy, hey, Mikey, how you doing, sweetie? I'm so glad you're here. It's me, you, and Lonnie. (laughs) There's Mike.
2: I'm here. Yes, hello there.
4: Well, thank you for coming here. It's me, you, and Lonnie. That's
2: it. Well, I won't. I won't be on for, for uh, only a few minutes, only because I just wanted to um, be there for the grand opening. I guess you could call <laughs> in and say,
5: I'll, and yes. I will
2: be back for other ones. I just, it, it's just this particular day. I'm going to try to go over to the. I'm going to walk over to the one of the plazas over here and get Sophie some treats and some yeah. raw vegetables and stuff. And I might, I might call back in on the way there or back walking.
4: Well, thank you. Uh, for- you for doing that, I appreciate it. Um,
2: yeah,
5: not too
4: sure. many people apparently feel that they want to be on a call at this time. I guess I don't know, but it, uh, you
2: know. that's a good question. I mean, it's all it's always good to just feel it out, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. it's good to just feel it out, and people might you know trickle in or they, they might decide, you know, whatever that you never know, 20 25 people might need it another day, yeah. Uh, let it's me, hard to say.
4: Yeah, let me. We were uh, Lonnie and I were talking about the right brain, the right brain versus left brain. And since you're a music person, you're probably pretty right brain oriented, right?
2: Yes, I am. Yeah, but music is, in your brain is used is compiled um, pretty much universally. Both music is the one activity that will use both sides, both hemispheres of your brain.
0: Huh? Except art. Yeah. It's just art does the same thing. I mean, I'm just defending that. That was when Brian too was saying music. I I agree. Music is something that can conquer the technology. If we did it 24 seven, but I believe right. could do the same thing because you do. You have to go from your left to your right brain back and forth all the time to paint a picture. Right. But seriously, you know, you
5: know,
2: right.
0: It's, it it's, does
2: and, and It strengthens. What it does is strengthen what they call the corpus callosum in the middle. It it connects the two hemispheres and it makes it the all the wiring and stronger and more wiring, so you can use all of your brain faster.
5: Oh,
2: Yes.
4: This is so good. What
2: you call it? Really? Yes, that's true.
4: Well, and I enjoy the right side of my brain so much more than the left side of my brain. I mean, mean, that's obvious.
2: The the trick is you have to play it or you have to do whatever the right brain activity is not just music but a couple other ones you have to actually do it. Here's here's a good trick you have to do it, and I try to do this myself, but it, uh, my timing is never good. The, the, say if you if you draw or you paint or you sculpt or you play music, and you want to learn a new skill or learn you know have, have um, learn a couple new um, uh, parts of a technique or something, yeah. they call that uh, brain plasticity. So you you practice it and then you sleep for a bit, and that that it, uh, it it gets the the brain to not only store it in short-term memory, but in longer-term memory as well, so you can recall it, and your muscle memory will kick in better. Oh. How do you like that?
5: Oh, Michael, you know a little bit about everything.
2: You're just
4: amazing. And you're not dangerous either. You know how some people say, no. oh, you know a little no, bit about everything, you know. Everything. You're, you know. No, That's right. Like I, I
2: know a little bit enough about everything to sound like I know what the hell I'm talking about on any kind of call.
4: <laughs> well, I think <laughs> so, you kind of do. I think you are one incredibly bright person, Mike. Well,
2: you know why I do. I do this for myself. Yeah. A lot of times, I have to tell you when I'm listening to the calls, uh, and they're not. I, I'm not moderating. I will be practicing on a digital keyboard and doing like finger exercises or d- wow. different techniques and trying to do, because after that. I'm going to eventually go to bed so that it will, you know, my idea is that it will it will sink in in both types of memory and, and the muscle memory of it will also be better established.
4: Huh. Yeah. Okay, so actually, but playing music or, or okay, playing music or, or actually doing your art, painting or is, that utilizes obviously both sides of the brain because you have to think while you're doing it. Right. But but on the right, but if you just listen to music, you're not really in your left brain. You're just enjoying it. You're hearing it through your right brain. Am I right?
2: That's true, but you can listen to different types of music for a short period of time. Uh, that you you might not like so much, or you know um, you know you might try. I always I I know it's hard for a lot of people. I tell them though, actually classical music and a specific composer of classical music has been shown to really help brain uh, plasticity and and uh, memory memory uh, cohesion between short and long term memory, and that is Mozart. Oh. Yeah. And I don't I don't particularly like Mozart for just a couple you know not some very important reasons, mm-hmm. but I will listen to it because of of those things and some and some of the stuff is is very nice.
4: I, I I'm sort of a fan of classical music. I think it's just stunning. You know, it's just whoo. I mean, it it has got variations in it. I think I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about, but variations that are really you get your feelings. I
5: don't know. Anyway, right.
2: <laughs> and but not everybody's like that, and and yeah. they just can't they can't tolerate it. I'm like that with a lot of different types of music, obviously. So I, you know, try to use the anything that I talk about like that. I, I usually I'm trying on myself. You know, I'm usually trying to get that get that habit ingrained or or do it more than I'm already doing it. So
4: and and doing that helps to resist um the frequencies and the targeting right because it it
2: keeps Yeah I I think it does but they're always in there they're very intrusive where I'm living now and I expected that
1: uh
2: and uh I'm going to try to use uh, Dave CD a little bit more regularly without having it blasting in my yeah. in my head because that's a little bit too uh, disruptive but cuz people are I'm hearing good things about it so Yeah
4: I listen to it I I my I, I listened to it about halfway you know, um, volume at about halfway because otherwise it, it scares That's me. It's too
5: <laughs> much, yeah. It's just, whoa. Yeah.
4: It, it blasts, yeah. you know, in your ear and it's
0: a little uncomfortable. Mike, did you think you do it without the headphones? How do you do it? I
2: I can't, I couldn't, I, you, she, whoever that is coming in is blurry. I can't understand them.
4: Oh, okay. Um, Lonnie, can
0: you, get, can you? Yeah, I'll try again. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. I was just wondering, do you do it without the headphones, did you say?
2: I do it with with the headphones on and turned up like halfway, but I don't put the head, the ear cups on my ears. I put them a little bit off to the side or a little bit above, so they're picking it up, but it's not directly going into my ear, and I have two-channel uh, headsets, so I can put his stuff in one channel if I want to flip it around because they still come through overnight and i put on uh i have this like 8 or 10 hour uh, loop or something from youtube where they say it's uh what is it called um airplane you know overseas airplane cabin you know f- noise or well, if you're on a, if you're on a plane on atlantic over atlantic flight or something you know just cabin noise
5: okay
2: like it would be if or they have fan noise white noise from fans or white noise from rain or they have all these things that will go on for 10 hours or more.
0: Okay. I
5: so went, I
2: do that.
0: I went locally to get a, the headphones, but um, I don't order from Amazon or over the Internet. It's a, my problem. But I went locally, and he had this whole whole cabinet full of headphones, and he didn't have one that was that high. 20 full, yeah. kilohertz. And he said 20 kilohertz is as high as... A human is supposed to be able to hear. <laughs> I don't know whether he knows He said anything, right. and that was for dogs and animals. Yeah. I don't know.
2: So I, I, it might help. I'm, I'm going to find out. I think we're all going to find out.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know that it absolutely, it, it cancels my, um, it cancels my tinnitus.
2: Yeah, that's that's great. It's if it if it helps, why not? Yeah.
4: Yeah, it really, and oh. and I do think, that according to Brian too, and I'm not sure he knows everything, but some things that you know, he said that he feels that tinnitus is a subliminal way for them to reach our brains, and I do think that's
5: true.
2: Uh, I think it's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's part yeah. of it, and and there's something about I think it's the result of something going through there, and we might just blow it off as being. I, you know, middle age or old age, or you know, there's a lot of noise or something out there, but that shouldn't be happening with the regularity that it does, and so many people reporting it. And and I notice that mine will change when I'm in different locations, and uh, yeah. the the, the tinnitus that I have that's in indoors here is is very different from the kind I have outdoors. Really? Yeah. Oh. It, it's it's a very out- different kind.
4: Is the outdoors a more high- High clean note?
2: No, this indoors is. It's a more. It's a. It's a higher, uh, higher, higher pitch. So I don't know if it's higher frequency. It might be due to some kind of pressure, repeated pressure waves, or uh, equipment, or signals, or something like that. I don't. I can't really say. I know that when I'm not in that environment, that it's not there. So, huh. what you know, what am I supposed to say? Uh,
5: anything.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Um yeah. I found
0: out something the other day when I, uh, but well, I don't get full blown VGK, but I do get the tick, 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 you know, in my ear. And when they follow me around town, I get that tick, tick, tick. Okay. Mm-hmm. It followed me all the way to church the other day and all the way back. And then I realized I always keep the phone on airplane, but I usually take the battery out and that battery helped.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: It was in all that day and I didn't realize it. So, um, when the battery's out, I get to tick tick once in a while, but not nothing like they were following me every step, of, you know, every mile I drove uh, on that particular day. So it makes a big difference taking it out.
4: That's really interesting. So you heard the tick 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 um, when when you had your battery in. That's yes. really interesting. I know what? when I when we I see these um, uh, peripheral shadows sometimes, and I just something about it. Uh, for some reason, I, what I know is they're trying to find me when that happens they' you know trying to locate me. I think um, and yeah. when when we had a fire here um and I had my cell phone I, we had to evacuate, and I had my cell phone with me, and I noticed, and I had it right above my head um in the little pocket beside anyway um um I noticed those those uh, those uh, you know peripheral shadows like crazy. And I think they were trying to find me, make sure that I was out of the house when they were taking my iPad, you know. I'm not sure yeah. if that coordinates, but I think that's really it. I think they find – and then I heard the tick, tick, tick last night too after I – well, no, before I did this. What does that
2: mean? You're saying does, is it like a rhythmic thing that goes on and on? No, it's on? Just tick,
4: tick, 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 It's just a – how would you describe it, Lonnie?
0: It's like – um, It's a tick, tick, tick. Oh, I can tell you, but you know, you know what? Uh, there've been a lot of things said about David Boyd, but that's one thing he said, and they do it to me, is that they um he said that I get a tick 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 when I'm trying to go to sleep. And I find that when I'm laying on one side, uh the tick 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 comes and when I am on the other side it doesn't. Yeah. You know, which side
5: does it happen on?
0: Well, I I don't know, I'm left handed, I don't know whether it makes a difference. I stick the I stick one uh ear earplug in my Right ear, and when I lay on my right side with the open ear, you know, up up and open, then I don't get it. But when I turn huh. over and lay on my left side, I start getting the tick tick tick. So I don't know what's going on with that. The one that's plugged, you know, with oil in it and everything, uh-huh. gets tick, tick tick tick. Now that's weird. But during does the it happen, night, does
2: it happen also in your throat?
0: Uh sometimes. Now that's the huh. one. You know what, a long time ago, I called a number that Derek had put out. Some guy had needed some kind of help or something. And um, I called him, and he said he was the, um, he was the librarian for Not I, I don't know who he was, but he said he was the Trekkie, and he was, um, you know, he was, anyway, he kept going. He said, you just wait until they do that thing at the back of your throat. He said, that's what makes you uh, go to the bathroom. And they had done that to me because once I remember I had I just turned over and there was this thing at the back of my throat that just, it's more, it's less than a tick, it's more than a, it's more like a uh, talk, 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 I guess I would say, wow. at the back of your throat. Okay. So I turned over and I thought, okay, just go for it, you know, and then on, I went back to sleep and it, it was going, talk, 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 talk. Well, when I got up, I heard something around the house, went, Outside and went around, and by the time I got back, it was almost too late to get into the bathroom because they were trying to do that. So huh. they did that twice, and uh, I think he said that he said, You just they do that because that's, that's what makes you go to the bathroom. Number two, actually, <laughs> and it's um, uh, something they do, but it's not the tick, tick, tick. The tick, tick, tick is, is like a bone. I guess it's, you know, they're yeah. playing with your. your but yeah. Your bone's in your ear or something like that.
4: Yeah. No, it is like something with your bone. Also, you know, Mikey asked what it was like. you remember those little those little metal things that were like little rant? They call them crickets when we were kids. That's,
2: oh, sure, I remember those. Okay, yeah. that's
4: kind of the same sound. That's kind uh-huh. of the sound, that click, that clicking noise. Yeah. That's sort of how it uh,
2: yeah.
4: feels slash
5: sounds, you know?
2: I will get that sometimes and it will even at least here that's from like a pressure wave or something or vibrations that they do here because I will get that in the side of my in the side of my head or ear a lot of times the side of my face when especially when I'm talking on the phone with with the conference call or anything like that Mm
5: -hmm. and
2: it will if I shift my position or it shifts or something it will end up in like in my throat. And it will end up at my larynx, which is, in guys, they call that the Adam's apple. Yeah. So, or or the, the, the upper very upper part of it and, and slightly to the back, like your, your I don't know if that's called lower palate, maybe, I don't know, under your tongue, kind of in your yeah. throat. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh.
2: And I think that's part of the thing that will give people that throat tickle or that tendency to want to cough or do whatever when they're doing that. It's actually something to do with that instead. It's not actually a, like a beam, uh, people will call it. So I, I I'm guessing, you know, so yeah, because if, if you tu- if you touch that area and you start to feel that tickling mm-hmm. or that the thing going on, yeah. it will go away and it will shift. It, especially if I hear it in my or feel it in my throat and I touch my throat here, it will shift.
0: Yeah, huh. you yeah. see? You, I
2: can still hear huh. the clicking, but I, and I don't have TMJ. What's
4: that? It's huh? it's a
2: it's a pressure wave. TMJ is like a jaw thing.
4: Oh. um. Temporal
2: mandibular joint, <laughs> right, and oh. I don't have that. This is something different. it has to do with pressure waves, so wow, and it's not my eustachian tubes because it's not in that portion and when i when I use earplugs, the problem with earplugs and me and maybe with other people, I'm sorry to just keep talking. I just wanted to mention no. this before I go. No. The problem with earplugs with me is that my the tubes in my ears, after a certain point, they have little muscular. Um, I guess I'm assuming it feels like they have little muscular bands around them or something and they will tighten up a little bit and or release as, as whatever this stuff is goes through me because over the years, that's how I've gotten earplugs stuck in there. That's how a lot of times I would feel like my ear canals are really small. Well, it it was just the tightening of of whatever muscles are around there, I think. Hmm. And, uh, what was I going to say? That, um, also, if I if I plug them in a certain way and leave them in there, I can feel sometimes waves of pressure in there and they one or the other will open and then relax.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You can f- feel, literally feel that.
0: Yeah. You know, someone said those, you get different kinds. They can get the kind for, uh, you know, real, real soft and they'll go way in. And those, I'm, I'm a little worried about because if you push it way in, I don't want to go too far. But then someone said those those green ones, You know, that are shaped like an hourglass might be, you know, a possibility. They're too big for mine, though. Earplugs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get just those stupid little foam things that you get at Walmart. They're different kinds. One kind they call for ladies, and they're real soft, and they go in real easy. And you can get those, and they go in easily. It's nice, you know, but you can also push it in too far. Um, Mm -hmm. But the the green ones, are shaped like an hourglass. You know, they have a uh, smaller section there, and then you've got that uh, end part that you can pull back out easily. But if you push mm-hmm. that part in and it expands, uh, that's pretty good. It's just my ears, they won't, they won't fit my ears very well.
2: Yeah, I use the kind that I have, uh, they're actually plastic, and they have. They look like kind of like an arrow, and they have three little, plastic fins on them or, or they're round but they and they flex and you can push them in there because they will help release some of the pressure sometimes that comes just maybe from the air or from whatever's going on or you know whatever's done Yeah. and uh, I can pull them in and out easily than more easily than I can the foam was what used to get caught in there all the time I because I, I needed to be put in fairly deep well yeah.
4: doesn't so. the, foam, the foam kind of just it sort of molds itself to the
5: ear, and you can push it in further. Am I right? But I
2: can't get it out. See yeah. what happens with mine. If I push it into a certain point, yeah. my my ear canal or whatever going on in action of my muscles or head or something yeah. will pull it in deeper.
5: Huh?
2: Will actually pull it in deeper, and I can't. And, and that's how. I, and I can't get it out. I'll have to have a tweezers and try to get it out that way. Or do, uh, your, uh,
5: do
4: you know. your ears ever? My my right ear, where is where I get my tinnitus? My right ear, um, it hurts sometimes i mean it's just, it just it's there's some pain around it i when i'm really getting Is that
2: uh, n- no in, inside it will have it inside i can hear if it's a really high frequencies or hitting a certain way. Mm-hmm. uh i can tell when it's real high frequencies passing through because i can he- feel it i can't hear it but i can feel it in my inside my ear like um like um uh let me think like a little tiny splash of water a little tiny splash of cold water will just go right through there all of a sudden real cold water and you know and you notice it because it's not supposed to be there yeah so but yeah this this is an ongoing thing and they've been doing this here for for you know i think probably i'm going to say probably since i moved in and they try to tell you what's your pulse rate but it isn't because i take my pulse with a meter and it's di- the different. It's not the same oh. tempo. It's not the same number of. Right, it's not the same number of beats. No. No.
5: No.
4: Um, so um.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. So it's
4: not internal.
5: It's not something that's internal. No,
2: it's yeah. not internal. It's it's yeah. it's not internal. And if and I proved it by doing some kind of fast exercises here to see well, and my heart rate then will go up, but this stuff won't, It stays the same. Do you
4: ever get? I got something the other night, and and I get it. I've gotten this. Just oh maybe maybe seven six times in the past few years, but all of a sudden my heart will start beating very fast. I get sick to my stomach, and my jaw starts to hurt, and my left arm, which I think they're trying to simulate a heart attack, because I've got no, I have no heart no.
2: issues. No, but if if that does happen, that could be from just from the stress of it or not, you know, not eating enough or just really having some kind of momentary cardiac insufficiency. That can happen to anybody as you get older. You can have a little <laughs> bit of a spasm of your... No, you can. You can I'm talking about myself too. You, yeah. you can have a spasm of your of your coronary arteries or something like that. It's not necessarily blockage, but that happens. And it can cause temporary uh, angina, you know, temporary the, the squeezing and, and, and the, the numbness and all that. Um right right down to your fingers, your two I can't remember two fingers, last finger and then fourth finger or something.
4: I don't feel my my fingers don't get too involved. Um um James Lyco talked about something last night and I, I agree with him. Is that, that wide like it's about four inch wide electric or um magnetic tape um that, that he puts on his over his heart when, he, when his heart gets hit? Or um
2: I have never found anything that helps me. So it, he you know, if if it helps anybody else, that's great. I haven't found anything that would do that. Although I've used those gun those um gun range or whatever you want to call them, airport uh runway uh earmuffs. They're not electronic. they're not oh. anything. They just are those real hard, the hard shell earmuffs very they have a very dense internal inside um cushioning or, or, or soundproofing and I put that over it. And the the, the band that connects them is um a tension band, and I think that helps also the tension oh. band that holds the, the two of them together squeezes your, the side of your head a little bit. Oh. And I don't know how that, why that would be helpful, <laughs> um, And but, you know, if I sit here long enough and you sit next to me, um, you could hear it, the snapping of it, of the stuff going through me. You could hear it going click, 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 oh, wow.
4: click, 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 yeah. Um, I have... Well, <laughs> that's like that's wild, but uh, I, I had some, um, and I'm going to put it back, some um, foil right in a certain area of my of my coping no. above, uh, right below the ceiling, um, right, well, it's a long story, but it's wood coping um, that's up there, and um, every so often, I see little places where it looks, I don't know how they raise the ceiling, but there's like little areas that um, are not right up against the ceiling, and one time I did photograph, my cameras are infrared, and it was picking up the beams that were coming from that area. So anyway, mm-hmm. I um, I put some foil there, and it and it seemed to be working. And then I noticed it wasn't working, and I look, looked at it, and it had been part, the, the extra double layer had been picked up and, and glued to the ceiling. And then below that, there was like a hole in it, and um, interestingly enough, when I took it off, I noticed that there was like almost a burned area of the wood right there. Um, mm-hmm. And so I I I put that double layer back, and I could hear it getting hit. I could hear you know da- 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 da. I could hear some you could hear them trying to get through that. How weird is mm-hmm. that? They do. You can hear this stuff, can't you? If you block it well enough, if you try mm-hmm. to. There's also also James vico talked about this, and I think this is pretty accurate that they try to get um a substance on us, which is usually probably a poison of some sort or a chemical of some sort that actually b- blocks the frequencies so that they hit us rather than just going on through it. that makes sense I mean radio frequencies they- it
2: could be i i I don't know enough about it that could be true I don't know enough about it and and um, hey, you guys
3: ever you guys ever try argon mesh? I, Karen sent me some argon mesh, and it's not 100%, and it's not cheap, but it's the only thing that's done anything for me. Really? I wrap my whole head. This is See the Light from BC, by the way. I wrap my whole head in this stuff, and it's the only thing that's made a difference. Um, you might want to try it. I think she got it at less EMF. It's not cheap. It's expensive stuff, but if you get enough to wrap around your head, it makes a difference because I get pounded in the head all night. I just yeah. came off a seven day a seven day no sleep stint. I went to the doctor's finally and got the strongest sleeping pills. I managed to get four hours last night. Yeah,
4: wow, whoa. So argon mesh. I know Karen has told me that she feels that that's very helpful.
5: Uh, yeah, she
3: she takes a huge sheet of it and she looks like a, she's in a burqa. She wraps it all around her head and her face and she says it makes a huge difference for her. So it's, it's food for thought because I've tried it too, and it did help me. But it's not an end all. It's not going to stop everything, but it lessens it enough. If they're pounding your head in your face when you're sleeping, it definitely makes a difference. And it's conductive, so you can ground it too
2: if you want.
4: Huh. Huh. Well, that's interesting. That's cool. Now, okay, now, okay here's the mystery that I don't understand. You know, do we want something that's conductive? I mean, if it's conductive, does that mean that it that it con- it conducts the frequencies right close? To- I don't understand.
2: What you want you want to conductive is so that it will be a tr- it will be it will stick onto that material and then you can supposedly ground it and drain it off instead of it going then make, jumping to you.
5: Yeah, that's so what you can do. I
2: a, don't even like if, off. if you're like in your car and it's it's pouring rain, the rain will go on your car and mm-hmm. go around it and you stay dry.
4: So if it's conductive, would you say that one more time about how?
2: how if it's conductive, if it's conductive material, and you okay. put it around you, and it's grounded, that means the energy will be uh, drawn to and absorbed by the conductive material, and and go to the ground. It won't it won't it won't pass on uh, to your person, to your body.
4: But if you don't ground it, then it's not real good idea to have something conductive. It's probably
2: not, and if you're getting a lot of stuff that it's there, it might <laughs> just the excess might run out, run over to you and make it worse. For all I know,
3: I've never grounded mine once, and I know Karen hasn't. I thought about it. And I've grounded other things, but I, all I know is I wake up without that brain swole, and it's like that. I wake up and it feels like my head's expanding in my skull, and I, I can't even think clearly. But since I've been using this, it's lessened it a lot.
5: Right. So, I mean, you
3: can it not ground it, I don't notice any negative effects for me not grounding. It's not like I put tin tinfoil on my head. I tried that right. once, and I, I took that off right away because that just attenuated it.
4: Right. Yeah, I tried the same yeah. thing. didn't work.
3: It, uh, it has, if you read the website, they have the science behind it, like how many gigahertz decibels like, it'll block and all this stuff Like they have for all their material. So, but it's just food for thought. It's the only thing that ever made any difference, and I've spent lots of money and wasted money on other things that just didn't yeah. do anything. Like, I know Kyle talks a lot about those two ways, but... If maybe they work for him, that's power to him, but I tried those things and they're super expensive and they didn't do anything for me. Yeah,
4: Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I, I mean, only yeah, people, I you know, we get different things. Different people get
5: different things.
3: Yeah. Well, it's like Robert Duncan said, we need something that's a totally chaotic signal. And the problem with the Q waves, I thought it worked for about a week when I had the the portable one, but then I think the AI or the system just kind of learns how to get around it because it's not a random signal. It just repeats the same thing over and over and wow. over again, the Q waves. Oh, Is anyone else having major sleep problems? Because, I mean, I almost oh, got okay. checked into the hospital and I refused because, uh, I mean, I can't even think straight in. I'm looking really rough these days.
5: Oh, uh, no.
2: no I, have the, I actually have the opposite problem. They give me the opposite problem where there's no reason for me to be tired or sleeping or whatever. I don't exercise, you know, that much where it would do anything to me. I don't... I'm not that active and walk around that much where it would cause that to that degree, but I'm always trying to be put into a state of um, drowsiness or, or fatigue, whatever you want to call it, and sleepiness. You know.
5: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe
3: we can get him to switch programs on us and you can be <laughs> awake. <laughs> and go to sleep just for <laughs> a while anyway, right? Yeah, just for yeah,
2: trade-off. Every other day, why not?
3: Open yeah. 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 up Dave Boyd. Yeah. Apparently he wrote his own program. Maybe he can change ours.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. And I even have g- gotten um, stimulant medication from the doctor to see what would happen, and they tested me if, with a dose a couple of times before they started, and they couldn't believe that after an hour or two I still could go to sleep on my own. Wow. Yeah. Because
3: I have the strongest sleeping pills you can get. He says there's nothing stronger. It's called Z- Zipoclon or something like that, and it's 7.5 milligrams.
2: Z- Z- Zipoclon, yes, yes, right. And
3: I got about three hours. With the, I took a Xanax, too, and I hate pills, but I, I had to go to the doctor, and people were saying, get these things. So I took 0.5 Xanax, which is the prescription they gave me. I fell asleep for an hour, and then they woke me up. So then I took the killer sleeping pill, and I think I got about maybe four hours in total, which is better than nothing, but I can't sleep through the night at all. I and mean, just You get so overtired, I start making dumb mistakes when I'm driving. Oh, and yeah. I worry about hurting somebody else just because I'm overtired, but I still have to go to the store and get my groceries and do whatever. So and that stuff builds
2: up in your blood, too, that the, any of those, I think the older drug from that group was Zolpidem, and they all build up even if, you, even if they don't help you very much. You take, a lot of people take them anyway because they want some kind of sleep, but the drug still stays in your system the next day for a while, and so you're not only sleep-deprived to a certain degree, but the drug is also when they're making you a little bit fuzzy on top of it.
3: I noticed yeah. that this morning. I, I noticed a brutal taste in my mouth. They warned me about that, and you have like a really bad taste from these pills. Mm-hmm. A, a bad yeah. taste. Yeah, it's just a bad taste from the pills. They warn me that the pills have it. You'll wake up with like an aftertaste in your mouth, and I don't know. I'm not enjoying it that much. <laughs> uh, what, what kind
4: of what kind of pills are you taking now? Do you, if you
5: don't mind, asking? No, oh, no, I
3: don't mind it telling you. It's Zypolone or Zopoclone, Z o p i c l o n e. It's a sleeping oh. pill. Apparently, they're like the, the last resort for people with insomnia. At least that's it's what
2: It's probably. Doing. Yeah, it's probably like. Okay uh what was the first one i'm trying to think of was it ambien was i think zolpidem and uh yeah, i saw the, this one that he's talking about might be the next generation of whatever i don't know the ones i'm not up on that lately it might be lunesta or some other extension you know cousin of that group i don't know but yeah, yeah.
4: ambien didn't do anything for me did absolutely nothing
2: Well, ambient it sometimes makes people wander around like half sleepwalk or hallucinate or do something strange, and Mm. it's not for everybody. All those things will because you're fooling around with a real complicated, uh, you know, mechanism. The sleep cycle is really important. It's really complicated. It's not just falling out and and snoring until your alarm rings, (laughs) which is what I do. Well,
4: that's what I do. I think I snore. I don't know. I don't have
2: anybody to tell me, but, you know. Yeah, I snore. Sophie tells me all the time. She says, I'm tired of your snoring. Wake up. Yeah. Did, you ever,
4: did your snoring ever wake you up?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it, usually when I'm just falling asleep, and I'll make, like, that noise, almost like one one of those walruses or train seals or anything you you, yeah. sh- you see. Yeah. I'll make that just before, right when I'm falling asleep, like, <laughs> like that. That wakes anybody up, you know.
4: That yeah. Yeah, would. Um. Uh, um. Ken, are you Southwest British Columbia? Are you both? Are you See the Light and Southwest British Columbia? Oh,
3: yeah, I, I just, I was so tired, I just hit the one PIN number. I forgot to put my regular number in. Yeah, that's me in Southwest British Columbia. <laughs>
4: that's fine. Okay. Just checking. it, just want to know who's here.
3: Hey. No, yeah, that's me. Okay. Probably good. I think I'm going to be leaving here, going back to the States, I think soon in a couple of weeks. It's gotten so bad here, it's time for me to leave again, so... What's happening there? Well, just I'm at my parents' farm, and I've got these yahoos surrounding me. I mean, I've, I've told people before, I've sent Karen the pictures, and she's like, what the hell? You can walk up to my, my driveway of my neighbors that have the two double fences around the house. I mean, it looks like a federal penitentiary. There's two fences around the whole one acre, and they're five feet apart. They've got 30 spotlights, 30 cameras, and these are the people who are gang-stalking me and, and doing all this stuff. But they've also got a power pole. See, they lured me away to an apartment, and the apartment manager was a total perp, and I figured all that out later. But they lured me away with this idea to get away from this through a a biblical group I was going to because as soon as I left here, they came to my parents and said, oh, we need to upgrade the power and everything. And I knew nothing that this was going on when I wasn't living here. They brought a power pole into the neighbors and added an existing power pole, although they've added no new stuff to the property, and the house is a two-bedroom 1960s house.
5: Mm-hmm. Now they've got
3: another pole with three transformers. I sent pictures and showed them to Karen before. I'm trying to get pictures, better pictures for Curtis Bennett because these are the largest transformers. I go down to the mushroom factories down the road here. Mm-hmm. I go to the, the growers with the greenhouses where they use the supplemental light, and they have big transformers. These things are three, four times as big as what they have.
4: Oh, my. And it's a,
3: a one-acre piece of property. And I talked to the guy once trying to get information out of him, and he, he told me, oh, it's just a 600-amp service. Well, I'm on a relative's farm that's 25 acres with a, like a $900,000 indoor riding equestrian center in the back, and it's got 1,000-watt lights all over the place, and we don't have a 600, they don't have a 600-amp service here.
4: Well, it's so not how you would need so many.
3: Yeah, and I said, well, why do you need so much power? He says, oh, we just have lots of things going on, and he walked away. And okay. it can't be a grow-up either because they don't have, I mean, you wouldn't need that much power for the, the amount of barn space they have if they were growing pot or something.
1: Yeah. They have
3: uh, way more power than what they could use. <clears throat> and up here in B.C., if you go over 9,000 kilowatts an hour, so if you had nine of these lights running at any time, the power company flags you, and they show up with the cops and knock on your door, yeah. and they don't need to work anymore. They just say, we want to come in and inspect for your high power. Yeah. And... uh you can't use that much power. All the grow-ups steal the power. And that's how they get away with it. They go to the pole, they tap in, and then eventually, you know, a year or two later, they find out at the hydro company. But they have to be perps. They're all Asian, too. There was white these white, redneck-looking guys there at first that followed me all over. Then only Asian people showed up there. And then I, I went an hour away from here, and I noticed the two women, the only two women that went in there with the Asian guys, two Asian ladies, they were following me all over downtown Vancouver one day taking pictures of me. So I know the house is involved. But it wasn't until I kind of pinpointed the house and I started to go stand right outside their gate and just watch them. Yeah. Then they started to build this huge gate.
5: Huh. I well,
3: can't. It's kind of like, like they know that I know they're messing with me, and they're, I guess, thinking maybe one day i have enough and I'm going to come over and not be very nice or something, I guess. Huh.
5: What
3: long? $40,000. Yeah. $40,000 $40, for that fence, I was told. I asked the guy who builds fences, and he said, that's about thirty-five dollars to $40,000 to put two fences around your whole property like that.
0: Yeah, that would make I sense. I can, Ken, Ken, can I ask you? Uh, I'm in Port Angeles on the Olympic Peninsula. And uh, I thought, you know, we've got a lot of uh, national park here. And I've noticed that when I drive through, um, I can't do the calls if I'm driving through parts of the park because there, there are just no towers there. Do you not have places there in B.C. that you can find, <laughs> you know, that don't have that kind of power?
3: Yeah, you know, it's kind of strange because I tried to get away sometimes and I was going hiking and I was going up when it was like <clears throat> raining even really hard and nobody was there and I would still get hit and I was going up into like the Maple Ridge Mountains and stuff and there's no cell phone services and you get dead spots all over up there and it's a little bit better, yeah, but it's funny, whenever I go hiking, the cops follow me into the woods because I went on a hike with my dog and it's pouring rain, there was nobody even out, everybody was at home and then two guys with a German Shepherd ended up on the trail followed me all around for an hour and a half and they looked like cops, so I don't know if I can get away from all of it, but uh, when I go down to the States, there's a big thing that's missing in my targeting. I mean, I was in the hospital when I was a kid, and I got my whole maxillary sinus is blocked up. I got a Hollywood doctor that's – I had an examination and an MRI when I was down there a few months ago, but I'm at a standstill now because they don't – the doctor says, well, I don't know what that is, and then the MRIs are inconclusive. So basically, my game plan now is to get to Ecuador. So I'm trying to get as much money together as I can to go to a non-NATO country. Because, see, my situation – it's too bad I couldn't get funding for myself – because mine will blow this out of the water. I got this technology from 1978 from Jose Delgado. I woke up under anesthesia when I was six years old when they did this to me, and I fought them, and they put me back under, and I woke up in my hospital room. So, I mean, I I remember every single thing. I went to my mom the minute she picked me up at the hospital, screaming bloody murder, and my mom went into the Vancouver General Hospital and was basically ready to kill people, because I had two surgeries as a kid before this. So the second surgery for my leg was at five and a half. I'm like six years old now. And the thing was, my mom told me specifically, you're not having any surgeries. These are just some tests the school wanted you to have. So you're going to go there. You'll be there overnight. But I was removed in the middle of the night from my hospital room. I complained. All this is in my medical record back in 1978. We went to my GP. He lied. We went to another doctor, another GP. My dad knew He lied. And then we went to the ENT specialist, and he lied. Because I've talked to some surgical nurses, and everything I've explained to them, they're like, you know why you smoke burning flesh for six weeks after they did that to you? Because they had to use a cauterizing um, iron to stop the hemorrhage in my nose. So all my stuff in my medical record that I complained as a seven to six-and-a-half-year-old or whatever, it all goes hand-in-hand with what they did.
4: And Ken, you're feeling that that was an implant of some sort? What are you thinking is in your sinus?
3: I know what it is, and unfortunately, it's a Stimosever, the same kind of device that, device that was invented by the Yale University professor, Jose Delgado. So that's why I had tingly feelings in my head and my skull right after. I used to tell my mom when we were driving around after they did this, something's touching my skull, Mom, something's tingling in my head. So, I mean, I've been in this for a long. I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth right now, basically. Hang on. Yeah,
0: yeah hang on. on. There's, there's good news coming. I'm
3: sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, I keep getting a little bit of, like, positive things happening. So, I mean, I've got one doctor that says, yeah, this kid's uh, maxillary sinus is jam-packed with something. We don't know what it is, but it's something in there.
4: Well, some how get many not get
3: it out. Well, that's, you know, I talked to Dr. Kilda and Dr. Ronnie, Lena, Lucan and Kilda. That was, She's passed away now. She did the EU Brussels conference. And I sent her an email through a friend who speaks Finnish, and she says these things can never come out. You might be able to get an ENT doctor that if, you could, if it's an honest one, they could cut the wire because the electrode goes from these devices into your frontal lobe somewhere. And if you could just cut the wire, the signal would go to the device but never get to your brain. But, you know, It's the same technology they did to Edward Katz and his sons that were at the Bioethics Commission hearing. If you go back and you listen to it, there's a Russian immigrant that stands up with his wife. She's a little bit heavyset and he's got like gray hair. And uh, they talk about what happened through Stanford University. They have two sons it's pretty well documented on the Internet that they did the same thing to them that they did to me. And they even had an interview done with a mainstream media at one time. And I don't think anyone's talking to them now. But they asked the kid, you know, how do you feel? How does this affect you? And he says, you know, this was done when I was a little kid. I got pictures of Jason Katz or Jay Katz. And he's sitting there. He's about five, year, five years old when they did it to him at Stanford University and they had x-rays, and the father went into Stanford University and almost kicked the crap out of him because the doctor was lying, and Edward Katz says, this is what you did to my son, and they pulled out the x-rays, and I was lucky he had the x-rays because the doctors didn't have them anymore. So like, I'm in a big hunt for my medical records from Vancouver Brain Development Research Center, which is a neuro- neuroscience center, and when I was six, they, oh, they did a whole bunch of tests normally when I was there. They did EEGs. They took hair samples, blood samples. I spun around in this gyro thing that even Colin Ross, the psychologist, says now that many people complaining of certain types of targeting are also saying that they went through this certain testing when they were kids in hospital, and the same scenario keeps coming up throughout Canada, the United States, and parts of Europe. Huh. But yeah, I kind of wish I didn't know. It kind of when I found out and connected all the dots, it was just like, I don't know how I survived those days because I was watching Magnus Olsen talk about implants and I always knew there was a bump in my nose. I always knew it wasn't there until I came out of the hospital. But I had no idea, this technology. And everybody would say, well, why would they do that to you? Why would they put something in there? Well, yeah. But I mean,
4: well, they, they, and I can't even, I can't even breathe through
3: my, oh, my sinuses. No, I can't well, even breathe. No, we all breathe. hear,
4: you know, why would they do that to you? What, what, what about you is so important that they would do that? We all hear that, you know? And we don't know, but we know that we were chosen at some point in time, you know?
3: Well, I got enough that with my grade two teacher. I don't want to go into great detail because it's not everybody's thing. But I I had like a little bit of experience with Sunday school, and that was about it. And I said some kind of things about the Bible and Jesus Christ and a few things, and the teacher kind of drilled me on it. And she kind of got mad at me. And then the next thing I know, my parents got called to the school. Social workers got involved. They wanted to know why I was saying what I was saying. They wanted to take me away from my mom. And my mom was like, oh, we didn't tell them all this stuff. We don't." And I was, I stuck to my guns. I just know. I just know. And, uh, I mean, they even asked me in the hospital. When they sat me on the operating table before they did this to me, they asked me what I was saying about Jesus Christ and all these things. The doctor said that to me. Wow. So, I mean, why would they they ask me that when I'm six years old and sitting on an operating table? And it was all a prearranged thing. It could have been prevented, though, and I, I can't get—I can't get over this. My mom, I said, I don't want to be in the hospital alone, and I freaked out because I, I had two surgeries. I was already scared to death of these things, and if she would have been there that night and just stayed in my room, they wouldn't have been able to have done this. And I know it's like afterthought, but boy, does it stick out and bother me a lot.
4: Yeah, no, I—I I understand that one. Um, we all—and then you get the
3: invalidation, right? Every, all our family members invalidate us, and that makes it worse. Well, that's true.
4: That's true. When your when your family members say you're crazy or you're delusional and you need to seek serious help, uh, even when you haven't told them about the electronic um, something's going on. Something's up, and that's too bad. Um, no, we've all been we've all been hammered, you know. And uh, yeah. family doesn't help much. Um, Lonnie, you your family is your family mean to you? How does
0: how is your family? No, they're no, they're not. They're not I mean, I am not very uh close geographically to anybody right now. And yeah. I like it that way because I can endanger them, you know. Like yeah. getting too close and say if, if I try to convince them of everything, they know something's going on and they know that's one reason I I don't um right. you know, I, I don't visit or anything. Uh, Any
4: I, mean, I I I know that Mike Parents, Mike, your parents are pretty, um, pretty accepting, aren't they?
0: I'm sorry. So,
4: you is Mike there? Mike. Hey, Mike. He's not. Sophie for a walk. He's walked away from his phone. I think Mike said that his, um, his dad, his dad said, "Listen, if I stand right here, will they send some to me? You <laughs> know, some of these frequencies <laughs> to me." Um, kind of funny, yeah. but you know, um, apparently very accepting. You know.
1: Let's You
0: I heard uh Ella say last night that she can't talk about it that much to her husband who who sympathizes with her, but he can't do anything about it. So it's frustrating for her husband not to be able to fix it, you know. Right. So it's difficult to convey something like this to people who have never experienced it. I didn't believe it either. Somebody told me ten years before I became a target and I just couldn't get around it, you know. It's okay, I, I I believe that he believes that what was going on with him was real. That's yeah. all. You know what I mean? That's all they can do. Yeah. Well, trust, yeah. well, yeah. Well, we
4: can't we can't stop it, and they certainly can't, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah.
4: This is not under anybody's control that we know of. Well, then again, I have my brother-in-law who writes software for this stuff, right. and yeah. won't respond to me. I keep writing to him. Hello, Jerry. It's your sister in law again, you know can you help me I, I keep asking him to help me with um something that would create a shield, you know, and I hear nothing um you'd think at least he could say something, wouldn't you?
0: yeah, he's a real piece of work I think. Yeah.
4: what a shame what a shame um, interestingly enough too he's if anybody is like a um if anybody's like a robot, it's him. Interestingly enough, I don't believe in all that robot stuff. I don't believe that there's aliens. I don't believe in any of that. I just, I just know that he has, I don't know, a very dry, dry, dry person. Something's, something's weird about him, you know? I mean, very few of us, I think, get to actually meet our perps. Well, yes, we do. I take that back. We just don't know there are perps at the time, right?
0: Yeah. What now that's
2: probably true yeah and and people probably come onto the calls i think not uh, not always but a lot of times they'll come on the calls and they might even be members of the of the community and for whatever reason it is they are antagonistic to it or they don't like the moderator or they don't like the topic or they don't like the the way the call they think the call should be going because i've had people do that to me that were supposedly tis and that was more down down in the new york city area but it has happened, and they would call me up and say they were going to help me. You know, they wanted to be on the call and help out or do whatever, and when they would come on, they would, or they would call me separately on Messenger or on the, on the phone or whatever, and they'd say, hang up, hang up. It's just a bunch of, you know, love. come on, hang up. And, or, you know, it's just especially a couple of guys where they were like, it's just a bunch of women. Uh, they just all want attention. Hang up, hang up, hang up. And, and uh, I've heard that kind of a theme before. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you know. I see that. Know, and, I I, and, I
4: see that quite often, actually. That that theme of always oh, just a bunch of old bats, or it's a bunch of. Um,
2: oh no, I I yeah. no, I haven't seen it since then. I don't really see it, but but you know, I did there, and it was somebody that I knew that was supposedly in the community and and huh. was actually helped out on calls and stuff. that will call me and, and maybe it was just to rattle me. I don't really know. He he was like. Um, Two guys, as a matter of fact, and they would say, oh, no, this is a bunch of women. Look, they're taking over the call. They just want attention, yada, yada, hang up, hang up. I'm like, no, I know these people. They've been around for several years. They're not doing it for attention. Of course not. Right,
4: right.
2: Well, you know, why would they come there for, you know, whatever? But, well, yeah. yeah,
5: this is not... Nice. So it could
2: be people within the, within the, you know, a lot of times people come on and make noises. We do know someone who does come on to make noises here and there. Um. And uh I don't know why they do that. Maybe they don't like the topic. Maybe they're not getting their own do or whatever, you know, their due as, as being listened to. I don't know.
4: Well, I don't either. Some people well, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. We've got I, I would I would say there's I would say there's some people that come on just for they think it's entertaining.
5: Some mm-hmm. people,
4: you know, just a little bit chirp and um, you know, uh, some people And then there are those of us who really are looking for help and a connection to
2: other peons, you know? Right. And we do meet a a lot of people who are involved because they get off on that, coming up in very close proximity or having some kind of contact and then even saying something as they interact or try to interact with us and whatnot. It's just I – I don't understand what that is, but I know that they do it. You're
4: a little muted. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a little foggy. Mhm. <laughs> Can I hear you very well is what I'm saying?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I'm kidding.
4: Um <laughs> anyway. Um yeah. That is some of us. So what so we were talking about right brain, left brain. That was a fun subject too. Um, I you know, I like to me, listening—well, I don't know—just listening to pleasing music takes me over into my right brain. It, 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 it visual too. Sometimes mm-hmm. visual will kind of whoop um, excite yes. you. You know, get
2: yes, it will. Yeah. Yes, it will. Yeah,
4: yeah. I used no to means. have this um, little thing. You know, there's you no know, things that you can look. uh, what are they called? The um, viewers. You know, you look at it, it's like a little tube, you look into it and then you turn Mm -hmm. it around and it's a, um, it, it has different, wonderful, different colors that. Oh, kaleidoscope.
2: Kaleidoscope. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: I used to have one that, I mean, it was like, no wonder they disappeared. Oh, wow. It was, it was like hit a part of me when I was viewing it that would just lift me. You know, it was wild. It would just whoop. Uh, Mm Um, really. And, um, and a good feeling, really good feeling. Um. I didn't, I didn't realize that visual, we really need to pay attention to that right brain stuff. We really need to go there. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I, I think. I think that's a really important aspect, mm-hmm. maybe, of our staying out of the targeting, Yeah?
2: Yeah. And good, good, you don't have to have something or be necessarily able to do a lot of the artistic things. Everybody has something creative in them that they can do that, that is actually a part of a right brain thing. Right. people who who do um, uh, I'm trying to think of something you know people who are good at woodworking or people who are good at carpentry or or if you're a home person um, uh, canning or or um, um, what's the other thing when like crocheting uh, anything where you're creative and you're, you're making things or putting things for the future and you enjoy it and it's got sensory input and it has it's visually pleasing yeah. uh, you know at the end that that's very important.
0: Oh, boy. I got one. Yeah. I got one. I read one several years ago when pantyhose got to be so popular. I remember when yeah. we didn't have them. And people would pull on pantyhose. If you pull on your pantyhose, you find out you have a run in one, just one.
5: Uh-huh. You
0: have to throw the whole thing away. No. You're in the morning. You're in a hurry. So you cut that leg off. And then you find one that you saved in the same way and put the opposite one on. So you're wearing two, but only had one leg from each. Yeah. You're being creative. You're being, yeah. you using that part of your muscles. <laughs> okay, what is it? You know, so that kind of thing. People do it mm-hmm. every day.
4: Whoa, you know, my dad. My dad loved to create. He actually, he, he ended up in his life supporting himself off of an invention that he made that was that was oh. handy on on boats to to crimp. Um, it's a long story, but anyway. Um, he did support himself. He sold worldwide. Never made a big deal out of it, but he was, you know, certainly doing fine. And my mother used to ridicule him for that part of his brain. And that's interesting. I, because I, I'm, I, the more I look at them, the more I wonder if my mother was a perp and he was a target. Um, and, and you know, way back then, because he was a good, solid man with lots of integrity, and she was the opposite. But anyway, um, that's interesting. And he loved doing that. Oh wow. I wonder mm-hmm. if those of us who are targeted are more huh, we got a whole new dimension going on here, don't we? a whole different mm-hmm. dimension mhm
5: I mean,
4: we really need to go to right brain activity to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think we need to go into that wonderful creative because when you are creative when you do what you're doing a hobby that you love, you know like i I do like um anyway, I can't remember what I love, but um. I do you know when we go to a something that we love, it really does take us away from that angst and that pain
5: and that all that stuff
2: right right, and something and something that's for our for your or our future, whichever you want to call it for your future yeah. that says yes I'm, I'm going to be here in the future you know not only just physically alive but in wherever you happen to live you know you can we, because a lot of people who are targeted live. Um, you know, from from one like uh, minor or major crisis situation to another to another to another, yeah. Yeah. And so that instability can create more problems. Hmm. And I when, when you when you create when you're creating something and you're putting something in in, in in almost like investing creatively in where you live, and how you're living at something positive, it also stimulates that that whole feeling, and it. it 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 gives you. I hate to use all those words because they sound like pop culture, but yeah. it's, it's good for. It's like grounding. Yeah. It, it's anchoring in a positive way, and mm-hmm. it, and it helps the process because because targeting is you know dealing with targeting is actually a form of bereavement issues. It's like a multiple uh, uh, multiple instances of of grief and loss, and it's yeah. an ongoing bereavement thing.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: So positive things like that that invest in in your environment or even if you. Who said that one night? I forgot who said it, but it was a good one. They said, even if you change your apartment or your couple rooms around, move your furniture in a different way that you might like, or, I don't know, rearrange a few things, which <laughs> I have to do, um, that, that helps because it gives you a different perspective. It gives you a fresh, like a fresh outlook. At, at, you know, anything that, that, will, that will give you a, a sense of, of control over your environment and investment in something positive for, for the present or the future, yeah.
5: Good. Cool. Well, Did that
2: I, sound good? How'd that sound, Miss Linda? Ooh, 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 I don't know. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: all right. Lonnie and I before before you came on, like Lonnie and I were talking. Er, I was talking about the fact that I love gardening. You know, and I love, I'm t- I,
2: I'm glad you do because I am. T- I'm, I'm <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> now,
4: I really I do enjoy. I used to think that I would kill even house plants, but I I learned mm, it's not that difficult. But um, you know, like I love, I love a certain type of uh, Peruvian lilies. Are they just gorgeous colors? And I just, I used to have them yeah. lining my walkway in Cambria until I was taking pictures of them one time, and they were immediately removed. <laughs> also, they died um, because there were perps there watching me doing what I was doing, um, and might as well. I mean, they knew. Oh wow! In fact, interesting. Then my garden, yeah. my plants started getting kind of attacked. Yeah. That's Wild.
2: Right, and see how that, when when you try to go back to something, I'm not saying that to reinforce that or say that it'll happen every time. But see, when you go back to we have good things, yeah. that these things were intruded upon or or uh, disturbed, or not taken away, but disturbed and, and, and made less so by whoever these people are. And that's part of like a loss issue, a bereavement in a way issue. And, and to redo, to start that up again, is renewing it and renewing your your the, the parts of you that that have been oh. parts of us that have been lost in the shitstorm. <laughs>
5: oh, you mean yeah. you go
4: back into your shitstorm?
2: Well, no, you don't have to. You go back into yourself. That's what you like.
4: No, I mean you yeah. like
2: gardening. You like gardening, and, yeah. and for so long it's been it's been in other words it's been
5: uh,
2: hijacked or it's been um, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think of the other you know the other words it's been it's been uh, vandalized right. or whatever. You know. Well, you, you know, the thing is you can you can still do some of it somehow. Some people do it in, in pots or uh, in a very localized area or even indoors or whatever. Right. You know, if you have a room in your house that you want, you can do it indoors for a little bit and then put I not I think that's how you can do it. Right? You can go start them inside of them, go outside and put them in the ground.
5: <laughs> you can
2: do that. I don't know. I don't <laughs> try it because they, they all, even in the pots, they kind of sneak away from you as I come towards them. So I don't do not do of gardening.
4: <laughs> well, they also can get your, pla- I mean, I used to notice that. I mean, my, my, I had gorgeous geraniums when I was in Manhattan Beach all around my deck. It was really yeah. pretty. And all of a sudden, they were like dead. The same They're act.
2: nice. It's huh? nice to see all that color and all oh, that stuff. Sure. It really is. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I loved it. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, mm-hmm. About the same time I noticed those died, um, the the uh, spindles on the deck, you know, the, the spindles on the thing, um, all of a sudden, they were ugly. It was like somebody just kind of, kind of
2: swept in and destroyed it and swept out. Right. Uh, and, and you, you, right, and first, when you, I just thought of that too. Color for a lot of people, lots of different colors that are, that are vivid are actually very helpful too. I should talk, I always wear black, but who cares? <laughs> um, are, are because colors, the, the reason they're colors is that they vibrate different visually. And so you're actually changing the vibration visually, the stimulus coming in, and, and that's why people find it really uh, enjoyable.
5: Huh. Interesting.
2: Yeah, that's a right brain thing. Huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. There's lots of it. There's
4: lots of it. Does anybody else have, uh, change the subject, shin bones that are kind of bumpy? You know, you, you go up your shin, you know, that bone that goes no. from your foot to your to your knee. Does anybody have ones that are kind of bumpy? Kinda
5: bumpy all the way
0: up on both sides. Mm-hmm. No, they like to heat it up. They uh-huh. like to heat it up at night. I heard, you know, I heard uh, Dwight talking about that too. He said they used to heat up his shin bones a lot, so uh-huh. he would put that tape on, you know, his long on, But they like to hit it, heat up my knees and my yeah. uh, shin bones. I think they're, you know, well, yeah. probably trying to do something in here. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I don't know. The knee thing too. Is, you know, and then the hip thing, and then the
0: yeah.
4: things. Um, how are we all doing physically? Are we okay? Yeah. No. <laughs> we. I just. <laughs> I just yeah. know that um, they seem to like to hit my animals and me at the same time in the same general areas. I mean, when one of my animals starts to limp, I seem to get the same pain. You know. I
2: um. I try to put. I will put on. Uh, um, I take my phone with me, and I have some. I have some downloads of, of, of uh, piano music, ragtime music, or, or jazz piano, or whatever else, and I'll play it as Sophie and I walk along outside in the woods. And we, because she was a fast walker, and so I can barely keep up sometimes. <clears throat> but it's good for me. And so playing that music, it's very, it's very upbeated, and I have it at a specific tempo, so it keeps a certain heart rate. Again, if I, if I have each a foot strike to each beat. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it, all that together helps to pump you know pump you up uh, physically, and yeah. uh, it gives you an endorphin rush. And being out there and that is very very right brain because you're in the in the oh, nature yeah. and it's it's beautiful. And your brain is is um, actually uh, being enhanced by all that all the yeah. exercise and whatever. Yeah, and being with your and being with the, your family members, which are your your animals. Well, for some of them. that's Yeah, you know, um, that that's always a, um, yeah. a pleasure. You know.
4: That's interesting.
5: They do. They don't want
2: us exercising, and that's probably why. No, that's and and I do it because it's first of all, Sophie deserves it. If I'm going to rescue yeah. rescue a, a pet, I'm not going to make it. You know, make them do things that they don't want to do, or keep them a prisoner in the house. You know, and I like to do it, and it's good for both of us, and it's like a bonding thing and, and a right brain thing because. Huh. She loves it being you know, how they are. They want to be out there and smell everything and you're yeah. out there listening to yeah. music and thinking of something else. And I don't put it in the, in the I don't put the music in the earbuds. I play it so that I can oh. hear it from my pocket and whoever walks by can hear it because maybe it'll affect them too. Oh, that's nice. It is. You yeah. And, and it shows people, look, I'm... You know, you can do these things to, to me or us or whatever, but this is who I am. This is who I am, and I'm coming through your <laughs> this area. So, you know, you might find you might find you might actually like it. You uh-huh. might find it fine. You know, not, not antagonistic. You might like it, and and whatever. Not that I'm trying to please them, but it's like uh-huh. this is t- who I am.
4: No, so, you might have impact on them too. You know? Right,
2: right. It's like so. Just everybody, you know, yeah. <laughs> go about your business or what, and they do. A lot yeah. of times they do there's a couple of people who are really hooked on the the, the organized uh-huh. talking stuff that, that do it, but so what?
5: Yeah.
2: So what?
4: Hey Karen. Karen just came in. I was not at my computer when you came in.
6: Hi, honey, how are you? I'm okay, how are you? I just got reminded by Ken that you were um going, so I thought I'd pop in and say hi and okay. thanks for having the call. Sure. We're yeah. not we're not terribly terribly <laughs> Um, attended at this point, but that 's fine you know it, it always starts off slow. The word gets yeah, out does. like I forgot and Ken, Ken told me, and i 'll tell a few other people to remind them too well it 's been a
4: good talk though my goodness it's been a good talk because we 're talking about right brain and the and the fact that that if we employ or or you know i don 't know what to call it employee, but if you use your right brain maybe more it will help defeat their
5: their frequencies,
4: the, the downers that they send us. And they do send us downers. This is so good on how effective the right brain really is because it feels good over there. I, I literally envision my
5: right brain. It
2: feels <laughs> <good there.
5: laughs> And you know um, what?
2: If you, want to, if you want to have it really activated, don't forget, because you're, you're, both your ears and eyes are oriented the opposite, so you, you can feed it in more on that side. So the left is actually absorbing and it, it crosses over.
6: Actually, Mike, 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 yeah, the right and left brain do control opposite sides of the body, but just the body, not the organs.
5: Oh, really?
6: Yeah, just the skeletal muscle. So your left brain, like when you get a right hemispheric uh, uh, stroke, the left side of your body doesn't work. Left right. side of your face. That's why, That's
2: how I was go. I was going on that. Yeah. No, I didn't and, uh, know that.
6: But it doesn't. It doesn't affect the organs. That's uh, that's operated by the autonomic nervous system, a completely different nervous system. It's a chain of autonomic things that run down along <laughs> your spine. It's a well, it's an I... on, automatic nervous system. It comes from your, um, you know, the uh, vagus nerve and stuff like that. Yeah. That's part of the auto autonomic nervous system. So it doesn't affect your organs, but it does affect your your um, m- a motor muscle.
2: Yeah, I'll have to reverse my headphones and stuff now because sometimes I was putting them in the opposite, thinking I was helping my right and left brains by doing that. <laughs>
6: yeah.
2: And just, are you no. you know
6: that's interesting you mention it because last night I was listening to Dave's um, thing, his CD, and um, I noticed that the there's different. Has anybody else noticed that the headphones you got from him are stereo? Because I have a noise in one ear that when I flip the, the phones around to uh, the opposite way, that sound is now in my left ear.
4: Why did you get headphones from him? Are we talking about Dave Case?
6: Yeah, well, the, the headphones I got, they're they, well, they're stereo, but I didn't know his recording was in stereo. That's my question. Because that funny little noise I get is in my one ear, and then when I flip the headphones around last night, it's now in my other ear. Uh.
4: I don't know all I know is I listen to it with the headphones and I hear it in both ears.
6: I hear both of it in both ears, except for that one funny noise I told you about that low pitch funny noise yeah that that's only in one ear. So I'm going to call Dave this morning and find out and tell him, you know, that funny noise I heard. It's You know what it sounds like, though? I think it's infrasound or the ultrasound, whatever, the low it, frequency. Cause well, when it I could take be. A sho- it could be infrasound. I, he, right. he, he told me that he said, you know, the brain tries to make words out of certain sounds, and my brain does. Because when I take a shower, the sound of the, the, pit, the, whatever the pitch is, that the water comes out of the faucet, yes. that. Yeah. yeah, it makes the high-pitched infrasound, ultrasound. And I sometimes think I'm hearing voices when I'm taking a shower. Yeah. So I sing, and it goes away. And yeah. um, other times I'm uh, running water, I hear this, that same rumbling low-frequency sound. So I think that's what's in his CD, because it's the same exact effect as when I take a shower. It's not really a voice, but it kind of sounds like one. The brain tries to make sounds and sense out yeah. of a well, voice. It, makes,
2: uh, it looks for patterns like that. Yeah, it tries to make exactly. sense Exactly.
6: So that made sense. I listened to it again last night, but I swear somebody put talking on the back of that. But just my CD, because I got two of them. One of them was delayed five days. The other one came right away. And so I sent one of them to a friend. I think I sent him the good one, because he doesn't have any of that noise on his. And mine has a funny noise in one earphone, because mine got delayed five or seven days or some nonsense over the holiday. So when I got it, of course, I was suspicious. And then I heard that sound, and I was saying, oh, that sounds like a voice. And I took a shower last night and said, oh, that's that same sound I was worried about. So I think yeah. it's the, what do you call it? Low, What's low frequency? Infrasound?
2: Infra, infrasound, yeah.
6: Infrasound. infrasound. So I think that's yeah. what it is. It's just low frequencies and they're going, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. whatever it is, it seems to work. Not only do I feel more relaxed, but my emotions are starting to come back. Yeah. You know, I've been numb for a long time, yeah. Kenner. You sure. know how no.
4: Oh,
6: you're right. Yeah.
4: Maybe that's why... Because I've been, yeah. as you know, agitated and angry. And you I were
6: yesterday. You I, were, and yeah. You know, I was, just, I was. Well, just hold I, know,
4: I didn't want to finish this. Um, I, I've been. I mean, I know you were. I interrupted you, but I'm <laughs> reminding myself of somebody else. I can interrupt you, but you can't. Anyway,
5: um, um, uh,
4: the anger that is yeah. is is rushing forward is something I've been camping down for a long time. Whoa. Interesting, Karen. Thank you for it saying It
6: is. I, I realized that all the time. I thought, oh, did this do?" No, I said, Dave told me that they make all kinds of people have all kinds of interesting feeling so they don't want to use this thing again he said but I swear it works it's just it, and I'm determined I just put I put the thought in my head if there's there anything weird about this I'm going to ignore any kind of suggestion that might be coming across any subliminal and I'll let it run through my head like water not pay any attention to it and that works pretty good so I don't wake up with any bad things just emotional and in a way it was a good emotional because I've been numb
2: A lot of people become, they become numb from either low level or more so depression from targeting or from isolation or from just because they numb out of, of, what's that called, disassociation in some ways, whatever. I
6: think it's that disassociation thing. There's so much trauma that your brain has to disassociate so you can function and not go crazy. And then you you have to block off a lot of other feelings that can't rise because if they do, you know, they'll get messed up because this is so traumatic.
2: It's a tricky thing because all the stuff that you've been that have been flattened out as far as your moods and your and your feelings during that time of, 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 of robotic dissociation whatever we'll still have to be might be have to be dealt with here and there as as you start to come out of it. You know, that's not an easy task.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what that's I think it is, number.
4: That's a conundrum. Um, that that when we come out we have to deal with these feelings that we've had to ooh. That makes it a little difficult. That's why you have to go to your right brain. And, and stay there for a little while, right? I guess. I don't know. And, you know,
2: Linda, and, and speaking of the people in people who are in 12-step and whatever who, who stop using whatever their yes. s- substances of choice are, yes. all those things that they didn't deal with while they were using those substances come roaring back. Yes.
5: yes. So right
2: away, a lot of times that's when people actually relapse a lot of times because they don't know how to deal with any of that stuff. And, and that might have been the reason they started using some of it to begin with.
4: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely, no, so. that's
4: why you're supposed to stay close to your sponsor if you have a good sponsor, and yeah. they want, help you walk it through. And the steps. <laughs> the steps are huge yeah. when it comes to that. You know, they, they teach you. I mean, I couldn't believe what, what, I was, what, what I was learning through those steps. It was like, I've been looking for this all my life. You know, yeah. really interesting stuff. Um, like, God gave you a brain to use. It's like, really? I get to use my own brain?
2: <laughs> for so yeah. many
4: years, I was told I was so stupid, you
2: know? No, that's just, that's just a ruse.
4: Uh-huh. That's,
2: just, that's just a ruse. That's all You mean easy. the fact that I have
4: a brain is a ruse?
2: <laughs> no, no, the people want you to feel that way because it makes them feel better. Yes,
4: yes, yes. Oh, God, thank you, Mike, you're right. Oh, my. When people want you to feel stupid and like you can't do anything right, it's because...
2: Independence because it's codependent.
4: Whoa so they're codependent on
5: you,
2: right? No, that you are codependent on them because if they actually make you feel that you are ina- inadequate, you will go to the person who is uh, they also try to manipulate you into thinking that you're they are the the most adequate ones okay. and they are there for all your needs or whatever
5: well if they need you to to to
4: to be if they need you to make themselves feel better by putting you down then they're the ones they're pretty codependent
2: well, that's why they call it that, right. Every, each other, both are dependent on the other, yeah. yeah
4: oh, you know our, you know these perps are pretty... <laughs> well, listen, how about this? The perps are what? pretty yes. codependent.
2: Right, that's right, you're right. They
4: have to have us. Right. So they
2: feel, yeah. Right. I, I said they used to say that in, in a funny way, where they can't go home and knock on wood, be, abuse their spouse or beat their kids or kick the, the dog, so they come and do this.
4: Right. So <laughs> they, get that need. they can feel better yeah. and stronger and more powerful and high-five yeah. each other and all that. Well, and it's,
2: and it's, all just, it's all an illusion.
5: It is an illusion.
2: That's why, they want, that's why they want people to be so drawn to it is because if you're not paying – what happens when you pay atten- don't pay attention to the person who wants you to be codependent on them? They get angry. They do it more. Right.
5: Actually, they're actually.
2: They're, actually that's from their, they're starting to panic. They're starting to realize, oh, I don't have the same, there's no, the, you know, I don't have the magic tricks aren't working.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the same power. Therefore, I am no. less.
2: Right. You know? Therefore, therefore, I wasn't much to begin with.
4: Yeah.
2: I, uh, I, yeah. I, that's I, that's I, the I, point you want. Yeah.
4: And they really do get
5: panicky, don't
2: they? Whoa. Yeah, so I, I'm sure we've all seen people do this, those things, those organized talking tactics and gestures and say things over. Okay. I know I have over and over and over if you don't react because they're still waiting for that. I just had that happen last week, and they're still waiting for some kind of something or other. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm just like, try to you know a few dozen more times, and maybe I'll say something, but I doubt it.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, I, and they don't, it's, it's nothing then. It's just you, they're just acting dumb in public. <laughs>
4: they're just what in public? I, just, I couldn't say yeah, They're just
2: acting dumb. They're just acting <laughs> stupid. <Yeah. laughs> if Anybody you don't, can do that. it's
4: just some idiot oh. over there doing oh. bizarro things.
2: Right, anybody can do that. Huh? So, yeah.
4: Not now. That's where,
2: and that's thats right brain because you—that's empowerment. Empowerment is right brain. Empowerment is creative. It's—it's it's, it's justice for yourself. Everybody that's targeted needs justice.
4: Well, if we just all ignored them all at the same time, just think.
2: Right. <laughs> what that's kind of power
4: we could have? That's right. So the trick. Well, I did. I did hear, but this may have been a little light. That if they can't get in there and really mess with you, they will move on. Do you suppose that's true?
2: I haven't. In my case, I, that hasn't necessarily been true. But I, I just now am to the point where it's like, yes, I know what you are. I, you know, as soon as they show me that, I'm like, yeah, I know what you are. It's, and, and I just don't. I, I know how to treat that. It's like, well,
5: yeah, it's like a kind
2: of yeah. no. Well, it of... If you have a, how uh, What is it called? Uh, you know, chemicals in your house to clean or whatever while you use it for stuff, but you're you know, very careful or wary of it because it's got skull and cross bones on it or whatever. It's poisonous. Right. So you don't go looking for it, no. If you need them for something, then, then you need them. If they're, if they're a functionary in, in the town or they're a functionary in your yeah. work or wherever else, or, or I can, you know, I can't think of it right now, then those interactions you can't avoid. But yeah. you, you know you don't overdo it because it's not going to be healthy. Is that any good? Stay go away as
4: much as you can, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wish I could stay away from Dennis. <laughs> you know, well, like, those
2: people you need. You need those people. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, it, it's going to be tough to find one that will that will be uh, reliable, safe, or whatever ethical. So.
5: Yeah. 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 They do
4: get to these people. I think they do swoop in. Um, and yeah. I, I'm not going to go where Don goes, but the you know. They're gonna burn you, burn your organs, but um, I do think that they do get involved if they can to uh, oh. mess with us, you know, any way they can. But anyway, we can. Well, we just got to get full of. Well, I don't know. You know, uh, you're an atheist, right? Right. Mike? Me. Yeah.
5: Yes. Uh huh.
4: Um, do you ever go? Yes. Do you ever? Do you ever feel an energetic? Um frequency a good energy around
2: you <laughs> oh absolutely
4: yeah
2: absolutely that doesn't mean that you don't that doesn't happen it's just it's just i don't associate it with somebody else's idea of of uh, of something to believe in
1: yeah,
2: I just feel that it might be you know something within myself or could i don't know what, but if you're around people who are supportive and honest yeah. and and direct with you and and actually they're the people that want to bring you up. With them, and rather than just hold you in one place, while you know, so they for their needs, then then that's always a positive thing. That that's even better than going to any kind of uh, worship or whatever you want to call it. But it's kind of the same thing, except without the book and the and the mm-hmm. and the, the the you know the the uh, ritual. Yeah.
4: Um.
2: Somebody's <laughs> echoing.
4: The noise we hear in the background are Karen's birds. How are your birds, Karen? Oh,
2: I thought it was, I thought it was echoing.
4: No, 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 no. That's that's Karen's birds. She's got new birds. And uh, <laughs> they're driving her nuts. Well, are I they big? I don't get parrots.
2: They must be. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Yeah.
4: I don't know where she went. Uh, anyway. Huh. anyway, right brain is right brain is good. <laughs>
2: And, and actually all all brain is good anything that you put in there to enhance yourself and and, and you know whatever that that you like it can be left brain too that's fine it, it's it's just it's all good that way it's all good for you
4: yeah but you know Please. don't you think if we can go into our right brain and get relief from our left brain thinking thinking thinking
2: that yes.
4: it would help clear yes. up you think it would help clear right. up the um the, the, that brain fog and confusion and i don't know
2: it can, and, and the thing is though, you need your left brain to be able to think to, to develop and build on the the right brain stuff that you're that you're going to enjoy, so they kind of work together.
5: Yeah,
2: okay. But it's it's always a good thing, and, and it, you know even even talking about it and being together with people on um, calls like this is is kind of a right brain thing because you're exchanging info and ideas and you're learning new things and you're storing storing things to to help like. I hate to use that word all the time. Empower yourself, or to strengthen yourself for the right. the targeting mess that might be on the horizon. You know, and uh, that's a right brain thing. Huh. That's a right brain thing.
4: Well, you know, when I, 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 interesting, and I, I think it does help halt the. That's interesting. It does help halt the. Well, okay. I, who is it? I think it's Dwight or Duncan. Somebody talks about the fact that when we're anxious. We light up more for them to hit us. Does that make sense?
2: Yes. Then that, that, that we're more susceptible. It's yeah. actually the other way around, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it create, but it actually creates a condition in our skin
6: that it is more more susceptible to the targeting to the
4: um right.
5: Right.
6: You know what? I was wondering why every time I, if I get emotionally in a negative way, in any way, even if I become judgmental, my friggin' face burns more. So I, that's why I tell everybody, you know, for me, if I stay calm and try to be loving and blow all this stuff off, I, it, I don't hurt as bad. Yeah. But when I get angry or when I get upset or anything, oh my gosh, it does get worse. Yeah. It's part of it is pizza electricity. I mean, body generated electricity. Yeah, that is true. Them.
2: That is true. There's a lot of it. Huh. Yeah.
6: Well, I think the dust that they put in you definitely gets lit up. But which I got in me, they definitely. Uh, 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 lights up with um, energy because it's smart dust. It's designed to do that. That's what I ended up ingesting for a month or actually several years before I realized that they'd put it in my food every now and again.
5: Yeah.
6: Mm. So My supplements, not my food. Because uh, yeah. I knew I was the only one that took those. So I'd be the only one that lit up <laughs> with whatever contrast material that is.
5: Huh. Interesting.
2: That's too bad.
6: Well, whatever. I don't care. Other people have it way worse. So, well, I you know. also think that the, the I think the,
4: the dust has does have some electric component. That makes sense, or any or the, the frequencies. I uh, never mind. <laughs>
6: um, piezoelectricity is the body's own electrical charge when our cells depolarize. Which is when that calcium ion passes the semi-permeable membrane of the, of the cell. Which mm-hmm. this type of energy could cause forced uh, depolarization and forced crossing of the membrane and forced depolarization. That's what they, thats why your arm goes flying up in the air and you can't move your limbs, or you move your limbs funny because they're ca- causing forced depolarization with a signal. They aim a signal at a nerve, and the nerve contracts, and it contracts and
2: twitches. Right,
6: It makes a muscle do something. And some people say, oh, my arms and legs fly around. Well, that's just forced depolarization, which is, remember I talked about an EMT, Linda? Mm
1: -hmm. It's the
6: same concept. It's a narrow beam of energy focused on a nerve. And they can make them hurt, and they can make them jump. So I know they hit a nerve. When they hit your nerve on a knee, for example, you'll look down on your knee and you'll notice the vessel is swollen. That's because the blood vessels a lot of times Run alongside the uh, nerve, but uh, that's because they're hitting the whole knee, and the nerve and the blood vessel dilate from the trauma. Huh.
5: Um,
4: that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. Okay, so do okay? So we, if we take selenium or, or supplements that help um, remove uh, heavy metals from our system, so are we? Are we I don't know, are, are, is smart desk a, a form of heavy metals?
6: Well, I actually, I think it's, it was uh, MIT supposedly created it 2011. It got down that small from what I read. And, uh, yeah, they developed it. It uh, receives and sends... And uh, radio frequency and other things. Hmm. And then it, it goes in and it combines with neurons in your brain forever, according to Duncan. But he's Mr. Doom and Gloom. I told him that's nonsense. Most of our cells regenerate in seven years. He said, not the brain. I said, yeah, you're right, I guess. But supposedly we keep our neurons forever. But no, I, think wrong I, about,
4: I, I think they're wrong
6: about a lot of stuff is my point.
4: Well, doesn't the brain, the brain regenerates um,
5: cells, doesn't they're it?
2: Finding out, they're finding out all the time that there's always stuff, new stuff about uh, that's all right. kinds of things like the neurons right. and, and brain cells or whatever. They used to say none of that regenerates and it never could be regenerated or rehabilitated. It's wrong.
0: It's yes, just, it was, right. the, it
2: was what, the limitations you know. of their own knowledge. It was just limitations of... of
6: well, you know what? Yeah, and they learned a lot, Mike, from us. That's how they're learning about this brain elasticity. A lot of the brain injury patients were done on purpose, much like the guys in uh, Iraq who were not allowed to have proper gear, so that every time they uh, cruised over a road back and forth looking for IEDs, when one finally went off, it blew up their, uh, blew up their, their their truck or their whatever they were driving, and it gave them head injuries. And they wouldn't yeah. give them adequate, um, they wouldn't give them adequate helmets. That was no accident. That was no oversight. That was done so they have lots of brain injuries, head injuries, so they could study them. A lot yeah. of these are deliberate brain injuries, and some are caused by the technology as well,
2: by some I had the opportunity. It was really interesting last night. Dave Voits called me, and I listened to him run through his presentation that he mm-hmm. that he was, you know, he was uh, uh, trying to modify it for various audiences in the future when he goes back on his, uh, his trek. And he had lots of great references in there. I'll have to take them apart and pass them around one by one, or something, for Ted, uh, different TED talks that are that have been recorded, or, or different things like that, showing that these people are doing things like that. And, and, and there's a lot of research in neural, in neural regenerative. Uh, 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 methods and uh, you know people can walk again people can recover their limbs again all kinds of things and so that and you know
6: what else I mentioned on the call the other day was that they're finding they're they're their model of the brain that they've used since I was in nursing school back in the dinosaur era, they're finding it's not really true. They're finding that the brain works a bit on quantum mechanics and they don't understand why. Because a certain portion of the brain will be destroyed and that portion controls thus and thus. And all of a sudden, thus and thus, is figuring out how to work again without that part of the brain ever coming back. Because other cells are lighting up here, there, and everywhere, much as in quantum physics. There's all, all like
2: little spots. Right, all, all around, yeah. That, that yeah, a lot that of things. Lot of things.
6: yeah. Plasticity. They didn't know the brain was so elastic. What do they call it? Plasticity.
2: Neuroplasticity,
6: so right?
5: Possible. Right. Yeah. And
6: neuroplastic. They didn't know it was so uh, recovering, uh, recoverable. However, right. if a person does have a major stroke and they become a paraplegic or quadriplegic or whatever, it, it's not that easy to regain that no, stuff.
2: No. The
6: motor
2: muscle, yeah. They're trying it with... I was looking at this one uh, research uh, video where they're using instead exoskeletons that have haptic feedback, the exoskeletons that they put the person into who's maybe a a paraplegic from the waist down, and they can actually walk and kick and do whatever and have haptic feedback so that when they would kick a ball or touch their toe to the wall, they would feel it like it was a real foot or leg, a real touch. And uh, And I'm sure,
6: I'm sure DARPA developed that, right? And they got it from the knowledge from working with us, probably.
2: <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, what they feel is they, they, what happens is they put two little um, bands, two little metal, some kind of metal bands on the person's mid-back. And that's where they learn to interpret the signals back there as a feedback mechanism for touch. And it's really interesting.
6: Doesn't that sound familiar, though, kind of? Put a <laughs> little something in someone's body and then monitor their blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah that's kind yeah. of, they yeah. learned it from our, uh, uh, yeah. at our expense. They make billions of dollars doing research on us. So at our expense, they're making billions of dollars.
4: Yeah. That's, it, yeah. The brain injury is interesting. I, I've had three very serious traumatic
6: brain injuries I, uh, in the 90s, I did. and My friend Christina did, too. She had one weird thing after the other with ridiculous brain injuries and with a brain that didn't work for a long time, and no one would give her help. They sent her home after a mind... I mean, it didn't crush her skull like yours did, but hers was so bad she couldn't function for a year or so, and they would not give her anything. Yeah, that sounded fishy to me, too.
4: Well, yeah, all of a sudden I'm I'm realizing why they were so, you know... um, Bent on on damaging my or causing brain injuries. And there
6: you go, honey. There you go. That was exactly my point. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. it was deliberate. Whether whether I... or not a person was doing it deliberately or was being manipulated to swing something and ram, ram it into your head is up for debate. We don't know if it was intentional or not, but we know the people that are studying oh, it to do... exactly. <laughs> Mine was.
4: You know what?
2: I, I hate to I uh, hate to cut in, but I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm going to take Sophie for a, a yeah, walk again. You. It was great to talk to everyone, and, and I'm glad you're here for, to be here for your first call. And uh,
5: thank you,
4: Mike. And,
2: uh, I will thank be back you. again. You can't get rid of me that easy. <laughs> so, so have have a, everybody have a, a happy white right brain day today. And you
5: too, we'll Mike. Talk, I'll
2: talk to you again soon.
0: You too. You too. Right. Thanks, okay.
5: Mike. Bye
2: mm-hmm.
0: bye. Thank you, Mike. I'm- Mm-hmm. Linda, I'm on take off, too. I've been listening to everybody, but it it, it, it gave me time to get ready for today, so I got dressed. Good, <laughs> so, good. good. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for doing this. Oh,
4: thank you for being here. That is really nice. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, talk to we'll
4: you
6: later. We'll be supported. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good yeah, day. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to so come in and support you earlier too, honey. I didn't wake up till eleven today.
4: Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. I Appreciate all you guys coming. My God, you know, I mean, I do appreciate it. This is, you know, um, I know a lot of people who said, "Oh, that's going to be great." Probably forgot because um, I know like Anne in, in Arizona really wanted to be here, and uh, she's not. And I, I don't think that's for any reason other than forgetting. It's a
6: new call you know? Yeah, yeah. It takes a while and then people kind of get in the habit and then pretty soon it'll build. So we'll go back on the calls and we'll say, oh, we went to Linda's call and it was really neat and nice to wake up in the morning and say hi to some cheerful people. Thank you for being so
4: ideas. To get some new good ideas, too. Mike is a very cheerful guy, too. And he's very, very informed. You know, Mike is one bright cookie boy. And, um, you know, I appreciated his adding so much Good information, and Lonnie did too. This has been a, a nice call, and so did Ken, and so did you, and that's cool.
6: <sighs>
4: thank you, you guys. What what what,
6: what time, time did you start this? 9.30,
4: 930 okay. our time, and it's a two-hour call, and it's eleven thirty-seven. So I'm go probably ahead. going to um, shut it down, but thank you so much, and I think we can probably keep go- keep this going, and it will be helpful.
6: Cool. Well, thanks for having it. It's really okay. nice having a morning thing. I can call in, in fact, someone cheerful, I don't have to call you and bug you in the morning. <laughs> 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 I can talk to you here. Okay, honey.
4: Thank okay, you so you guys, much. thank you. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, too, Ken. Appreciate it.
5: Okay, you guys, I am okay. going to...